going on, Internet? The Black Cog here, a.k.a. TBH and the Beyonce. I'd like to welcome you guys back to the Game of Illuminati podcast. We are the Enlightened Gamers, and it's time for some fun on episode 101. Now, before we get into the show, let me get to the... I cannot talk. Co-host, Ethos, contribute 30% of the conversation. Go. I do more than that. What's up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my second co-host, he's fresh off a date night with Wifey, but he's here to bring that content. UTX, JG, the Don, say what up to the people. What's good, what's good, what's good? We back again for another podcast. I am here. I thought I wasn't, but uh, we made it because uh, we know what's important. Hey, if you want to appear on an episode, be sure to back us on Patreon at patreon.com slash GI updates. Also, you can take the show on the go. This podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, and all other major podcast outlets. Be sure to rate the show five stars on Apple Podcasts because rating our show five stars helps us move up the algorithm, which helps bring in new listeners. We have an app available on iOS and Android. It's free. Just search Illuminati on your respective app store. Keep in mind, we spell Illuminati with the word naughty as in naughty or nice. And also, we got merch designed by humans.com. Search Gaming Illuminati. Cop that GI versus everybody t-shirt designed by humans.com. Search Gaming Illuminati. The name of the shirt is GI versus everybody. Now, before we get into the show, just know couple free games for you guys on the epic game store is next up hero and tacoma and then there's this mega man game next week i think it's called 20xx i think it's one of ace's favorite games uh it was like in steam early access and they brought it over to the epic game store um since we did a show earlier like you don't need to worry about the playstation xbox shit um so we can get into the starting conversations ghost of Tsushima. it is actually revealed that it was the fastest selling new ip on the playstation 4 which I'm actually really surprised because we are at the at the end of the life cycle. Um, we're going into the era of the PS5 and the Xbox Series X or new Xbox or whatever, or doorstop, whatever you want to call it. Um, and Ghost of Tsushima, I, it somehow it's came on came out on top as a best-selling new IP. Um, it's getting really good reviews from all the major outlets, but y'all know y'all don't care about their opinions. That's why y'all listen to this podcast. So ethos. I'm going to give you the floor. Give us the good. And which, by the way, before we get into it, this is not a full-blown review because I don't think any of us have finished the game, correct? Wrong. Okay, you finished it. I'm in the third act. What are, where are you at, JG? I'm, I think I just made it to the second. Okay, so we're all over the place. Ethos finished it. I'm in the third act, and then JG's in the second. We, we've all played it a good amount, though. Uh, but this is not a full-blown review. Just give us some, uh, some, some initial impressions, good, bad, and ugly. Give us your perspective, uh, Ethos. Uh, just, just go through it all, or just... Uh, yeah, whatever first. you want to talk about. Let, let the people know. Um, what's, what, what's on your heart? Oh, shit. Uh, it's cool. Darkness. Uh, you know, it's cool. Uh, I, I'm so going to try to do my best to avoid spoiling JG because I tend to do that. Um, this, isn't, this isn't The Last of Us. This game is actually fun, so it's easy to... I had a really hard time reviewing oh, The Last man. of Us. Come on, man. Let me talk about shit. Hold on. No, no come on, really man. Hard, no, let me hear me out. I had a really hard time reviewing The Last of Us on my solo podcast because like, I realized the story is so heavily intertwined. Like, In terms of gameplay mechanics, there's almost nothing new there, so you have to talk about the story. So it was really hard to review that game. That was actually one of the hardest reviews that I ever had to do. I was just like... I literally just came to the conclusion. I was like, listen, just go watch. If you don't care about spoilers, go watch the GI channel. We go into depth in the conversation because like in terms of gameplay, they had tall grass and you can crawl now. But other than that, it was like and some new enemy types and the jump was trash. But I was like, it's pretty much the same thing. It's this you're playing it for the story. Um, but this game, like this game was actually fun. So you don't have to spoil anything. I don't even know why you had to bring up the story. At least in my opinion, it was fun. Go ahead. OK, well, um, 
yeah so i'm because i don't want to spoil jg um I, i would say overall i think it's really good um surprisingly better than i was expecting it to be kind of thought it would be kind of kind of just one of those like um trying to get a comparison at first i thought it was going to be like a kind of like a mix in between in the middle of like review wise between like horizon and days gone like i thought it was gonna fit like right there uh personally i, I like it more than horizon a lot more than horizon but um mm. i i i have some issues with it i guess we can go into those issues a little bit like a couple like main issues but i think overall like for what it achieves it's a really solid game um i don't think it's like a masterpiece or like the best game ever but i think it's like one of those games you play and you'll be like you know what that was fun that was good that was fun i enjoyed myself it was like if i mean and this is kind of why i made the comparison but i feel like it's a very drastic uh departure from deal us dealing with last of us where um whether you like the game or not i feel like just getting through just playing that game just felt it just felt different than playing like ghost of shima ghost of shima was like a good like palette cleaner because like you know, compared to like when you had played through like last of us so um I, I think it was a welcome change it was a nice surprise especially with like everything that's going on with the world right now and it's just it's it's just a fun game to play so i give it a fun out of 10 but specifically like going to specifics because i feel like you, you have some things to get off your chest like what in specific really. do you feel like is <laughs> this guy all right well fuck you too go ahead Jamie. i mean, I, mean like, I, I, like, I have negatives but like i feel like i don't know i just feel like i, I just i don't know i just feel like uh, are the I, negative spoilers or what um Kind of I feel like, like, we, I I feel like, like we as people like, a lot of at least I noticed this with myself I'm not saying you do this but I noticed with myself when I do like something like sometimes I don't articulate the best why I like it I'll just be like kind of like what you just did I'm like it's dope it's n- and it's not the greatest thing ever but it's dope but it's like when we don't like something we'll go really into depth about it and it's like you know just go a little bit more in depth what is specifically did, what made it good for you is what I'm saying sure so yeah I, it's weird because it's like one of those games again where it's just like it's, just, it's 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 solid it's good um so like that's why i don't go that far because i don't feel like it's necessary to explain it uh, I, I feel like usually unless i'm about to give a game a nine or a very high scoring i feel like i don't need to explain why i feel like most people can just understand it but i'll say for this game the main reason is one is like uh the world the um the the, the island itself is probably like the most unique character of the entire game um, I really love how unique the island looks. It's very, it's a very nice uh, take of, um, you know, like uh, Japanese environments. Um, I really love that. I love the way that it handled the, the Japanese culture. I know it's not all fully accurate, but then again, you know, it'd be boring if everything was always accurate. So I don't mind the little um, things that they kind of took a little bit farther than normal than what you can expect in real life. But I still think it was really cool and together. I thought the story was really solid. It engaged me. I don't know why people thought that was such a hot take, but I found it very engaging. It made me want to keep playing the game and want to figure out what was the next step. Uh, I love to see the progression of the main character. I love how Jin became started. He has this internal fight of being a samurai and what those values uphold and what they mean towards like sacrificing those values to win. Basically, I I really like that parallel and like how he struggles internally and how everyone around him basically like kind of shows him different shades of gray of like how the world isn't just black and white. You can't just be a person who's like always like full of honor and how stupid that can be sometimes of just being like stuck up in tradition. Um, So I like I really think that there's more depth to the story than people give it credit for. Um, So I really enjoyed that. Uh, The combat's pretty solid too there's issues wonky shit with the combat that i don't like um and i'm pretty sure everyone also bring it up like specifically the camera i think that's the biggest complaint of it of it all um and like overall i think it's really good i just think 
one of my biggest cons is big is one is performance wise. Uh, I had a base PS4, but I did have a couple of pretty bad game frame rate issues where it was getting very irritating where I was losing boss fights because Poverty. that's really bad. Yeah, I don't have a pro. I'm sorry. I don't want to waste money when the five's coming out. Um, so like that, that's like one of the things I just, I don't like. I, the frame rate is not 100% 30 FPS. I don't, I will not accept anyone telling me otherwise because it's not true. Um, and then um, the other thing that I have an issue with too is um, I kind of feel like the game uh, kind of gets a little bit too repetitive after a certain point. Like once you get through path of act two, you, you it kind of doesn't try to mix anything up. And it kind of disappointed me that at least in act three, you would have thought they could have done like a little something extra but all it really is just an environmental thing. Suffers but. from the same thing every open world game. I actually agree yeah, with that. Like, it does get a little repetitive by the end of Act 2. Like, it's, it didn't need to be. It could be semi-open world. It didn't need to be yeah. this big. It didn't need to be this big. I think the Tales are really good, like, mix up for side content. I think the Tales is the best side content in the game with... Uh, the, uh, I forgot their names, but uh, Lady Masako, I thought was really well done. Um, the one with the uh, Archer, I thought that one was pretty well done. Like their stories were pretty well done. Uh, the duels with Kensei, that, that little story, I think that was very well done. Um, some of the other ones, like I kind of didn't, I didn't really get into the the, the the drinking guy. Like I was like, yeah, whatever. And the, the monk kind of like, yeah, I, was, I liked his stuff kind of for the most part, but I don't think it was as strong as Lady Masako in that. I think that's the best side content, but once you move past that content and you look at what's left, it's very generic, basic, like what you expect, like fetch quests, like go collect this, go to this point, just basically what you expect from like most open world games. And that's where it's kind of like, I know uh, App, uh, ABU asked me, he was like, this or Witcher 3? And I was like, I still take Witcher 3 over it because still like Witcher 3 had that extra care when it came to its side quests. I don't feel like any of the side quests in this game can get close to what Witcher 3 accomplished, but... You're so biased or, too, so I wouldn't expect you to even put Ghost of Tsushima in the same category. I wouldn't even, yeah. I, I like people, because I because people will look at my Twitter timeline and say like, yeah, I do like, the, I really like the game. It's probably one of my favorite games this year. There's no doubt, but like in the grander scheme of things, it's like one of those games where it's like you play and you're just like, that's cool, but I wonder if by next year, will I still remember this game? And I kind of don't think I will. I kind of just feel like it's one of those of the moment games where it's like, and I think it's partly because of Last of Us. I think that caught that made it more. Uh, I think that's also kind of made it a little bit more engaging. I think Last of Us has part of this to play, uh, and then I think the other part is just simply like I'm making a samurai game. There's no like, there's no lie. So I, uh, that just natural thing would make me naturally gravitate towards that this game. So. There you go. See, you can do it. You know. We we know he has it in him. He just didn't want to. We, we know you know. can do it. We just get something as important. We give we give people their flowers if you like shit. Yeah, um, cool. Good job, guy. Good job, soccer punch. <laughs> uh, I I would say I, I like this game. Like I knew I was gonna like it right from the rip with the opening scene when when the Mongols invade uh-huh. and like you're riding the horses. I was like I literally paused the game. I was like, chat. This is what I'm talking about. I was like, you don't have to give me everything in the beginning, but just give me a little something like that. The story just started hot. And then after that, it slowed down. And like you, you started to build the world and the character and understand his background and his code and his samurai, kind of like what you were saying with Ethos. Uh, and like, it was funny. I actually agree with your take that you were saying on Twitter where you were saying it's funny how The Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima essentially are the same. They're both like revenge stories. Uh, I but like one's it, I, I don't know why I got so much hate for that. I, I, I still no, I agree with you, but it's like one is engaging yeah. and one is not. I was like, I didn't even think of that. I was like, yo, he's right. Like, it's like the way they flush the characters out, the pacing of it. That's what I'm talking about. The game was paced correctly in the beginning. It just slowed down a little bit in the second act. I was like, this is exactly what I wanted to see. Um, I like the combat. Uh, I like how gruesome it is, cutting people's heads off and stuff. The skill tree is really dope. It's really, it's really deep. 
Um, I like the counter system. Uh, the only thing is that, yeah, the camera. Uh, the camera is really, really fussed. Oh, and the parkour. I'm not going to lie. Um, the oh, parkour yeah. made I me appreciate it. Assassin's Creed. Yeah. It's not flat out terrible, but like I got some clips. I fell in the geometry of the world a hell of a handful of times. I got stuck in a lot of stuff. It was a lot of things like it, 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 it like there's there's only specific rocks you can climb on and it's like that's really weird to me when you when you come from assassin's creed so like this game will make you appreciate assassin's creed because the parkour is just not on par with it but um god damn it i lost my breath i'm sorry what's the name uh it, it does a good job of making you feel like i like the choice of giving you between the samurai and the ninja i'm, I'm playing more like a ninja but i like the idea that you have the the choice of playing oh, the two go that's ahead. a criticism i have actually oh go um, ahead I I kind of felt like from the marketing, and I could be wrong. This isn't me saying that they lied about it because I don't think they ever said this, but I hope they do this for a sequel. I wish, I I feel like this game, okay, so right now for me, I say this is like an 8.5 or 8.7 out of 10. That's the fair. Thing that the thing that would have got this to a nine for me is if they had taken the extra care that like, and it feels like the story, it feels to me that like the entire game and the story, and I feel like everyone else feels this too. It feels like there's this constant battle between being a samurai and a, and a, and a ninja basically because that's what he's basically creating. He's creating the ninja archetype that Japan just didn't know existed until I guess he's the he's like the Altair of this new order of ninjas, basically. I feel like that's what that's interesting going. you say that because yeah. like I agree that like I would give this if I had to score it like an eight, eight point five, but the reason I couldn't push it to a nine based off of what I played actually has a lot to do with the story and has more to do with the the technical aspects it's the camera and like i don't know if you noticed like the ai in this game is god awful yeah they're pretty um, bad like uh, no, they make the sword the samurai killing sound so loud that you like you just naturally believe that someone would hear that but they don't and it's, it's just, like, laughably bla bad like yeah, with ubisoft bad. games like you could you could cheese the ai but that's what it was like you could funnel them into corners and then kill them that way but they would still look for you and hear like certain things in this game you'll yeah. literally be right next to somebody you'll cut his fucking head off yeah and, and like and they don't, they don't yeah. even see it and i'm like hey yo like whoa like where is too is like jojo came into my room and he was like watching me play it and i literally did that like i just barrel roll i rolled in front of somebody and he did it he was like what and he was like oh must have been the way <laughs> like it was just like bro like how did you not but, see me I but just, a, yeah. a, another reason i would argue that it's really bad and it kind of ruins these experiences not only is it bad but it's inconsistent in the sense that yeah, like sometimes the ai is good sometimes it is going to catch you but then yeah. a lot of times it doesn't so it's like you don't know what you're going into every time you go into a camp it, it, it makes for an inconsistent experience and it can make it really annoying because one moment you think you can just run around and stab everybody without anybody seeing and the next thing you know the, the ai wants to act right so the, the, yeah. the inconsistency is what kind of annoyed me and that's why i couldn't push it to the top this like this is maybe dev me coming out, but I feel like the thing that would have got this a nine, like even like even if the technical issue still existed, the thing that would for me would have just pushed it over for me would have been, and this is what I was saying about the story and everything else. The whole story seems to be is that Jin has this struggle of being a, following his honor code of what his uncle tells him and being a samurai and the way that they're supposed to fight, like you know, you know, basically like say it with your chest i'm gonna show you where i am come kill me you know fight me one-on-one -on -one. and then the ninjas are completely opposite they don't care about honor it's about the most efficient way of like winning the battle um i feel like if the story had been more dynamic and had adjusted itself based off of the actions you do based on the game i feel like it would have been 10 times more fire like if characters does it started not do that because my chat was telling me there's two different it's endings, and they're telling me I'm getting the bad ending. I haven't finished no, 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 it, no. but apparently I'm getting the bad ending from there what they've is, seen. 
there is, but you get the choice no matter what you do. And that's the thing. It's like, it would have been cool if at the end it compiles like how many, because they, because at the beginning, you know how they hint it, which I thought was genius. I thought it was brilliant. There's certain cutscenes that don't play until you do certain ghost actions that like kind of like, your uncle, oh yeah, like, when he has the flashbacks, yeah, yeah, you're right. Those are pretty like, cool. That, I was like, that's cool, that's dope. Now let's see if you'll capitalize on that. But the game doesn't do that. Like you can completely go straight up ninja, right? And like it doesn't change anything at all. Like not even like how people react to you because it's this weird thing where like everyone's talking about the ghost, the ghost. But what if you decide, right? Even when like you get this, uh, this um reputation as the quote-unquote ghost you play like a samurai throughout the rest of the game you don't even use any of the ghost functioning mechanics you just stay as a samurai you're not technically doing the ninja thing right but the game still like it has this weird like uh writing error where like it makes it seem like you're doing ghost actions even if like you're playing the game and you're just playing like a complete it's a mass effect 3 again not mass effect 3 i just feel like it's a it's one of those things you know we talk about like the details the small little details that matter about games that make Mm. them like nine out of tens that's what's missing from ghosts it's like there's a lot of polished little polished things and little small details that are missing that if they had added them it would have bumped it to me for a nine it would have been like one of those things like okay now it's doing something more but it just it just misses the mark just just barely and i feel like if they had i did that it would have definitely been like a really strong like one of my favorite games i would have i would have never forgot about if that yeah like i don't think sucker punch has made anything like this ambitious and that's why i give him like a little bit of leeway let's see yeah. what happens with like a sequel like do they do um, for a sequel yeah yeah so yeah i'm not gonna go too hard on them because i feel like this is their most ambitious project yet like the game is fucking gorgeous like you motherfuckers have been taking pictures non-stop posting them on yeah, twitter I- and stuff and like yeah you don't really see that too often we've, we've been talking too much jay what, what you got to say yeah you all went into a lot i want to say first that uh anything ito says does not matter because he's bad at games so so yeah they don't know the context so literally anything that we say bro it doesn't matter because if you're bad at games then your opinion doesn't matter how's Um, my five dollars here i don't understand understand. (laughs) um so so yeah you literally got to the last thing that like um that i wanted to talk about like aesthetically this game is probably one of like the best games i've seen in a while it's crazy how like even though these games are not on pc like these games like some some of these you know the ways that some of these developers can like make some of these games on the ps4 using that limited hardware it's pretty amazing so i'll give sucker punch that like um i think you excited looking for the ps5 and the new xbox yeah i think that every single gi member excluding black and a9 because i don't know if a9 played it because he didn't say anything but every single gi member has played in his stream and that's rare because y'all niggas don't like single player games. It's only a certain amount of people in GI that like single player games and actually play them. But every single GI member played it. I was like, yo, what's going on? Because I didn't know that y'all were into, you know, Feudal Japan like I would. Because, again, if you've been paying attention to anybody like Feudal, Feudal Japan is my shit, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just saying, I'm just saying anything, anything Feudal Japan, I'll be with it, bro. I'm, I'm with the shit. So I was like, yo, the fact that y'all like this, I was like, all right, something's up. But instead, but yes, I, I know you eat those. But I'm saying like everybody else, like outside of everybody else, because he made yeah so i was like i was like yo is this game like really like the is this game of the year contender because 
they didn't even get the same energy with the last of us like of course it was more people that played it but like i was very very surprised like even siggy played it. even flock played it yeah flock played flock, flock said he loved it in my chat he said he loved it low-key yeah i'm like yo what is going on is this opposite day like okay the niggas who don't play single player games who say that i can't stream and play it i was like all right bro so i like so something's funny so i was i, I found that very interesting i think but, it's because um, everybody deep down wants to be like a samurai and a ninja it kind of taps into your inner childhood and this game does a good job of no. doing it's just, it's just a nice genre. It's a nice period. Nice period. I love exactly. It. Nobody wants to be a fucking pirate. Sorry. I really want to be ninja. Everyone wants to be a samurai or ninja. Period. I don't want to be a pirate, bro. I want to be a samurai or a ninja. That's all. It. Yeah. Right. Right. So it's so that's pretty crazy. So, um, but yeah, going back to aesthetics, like everybody's taking pictures. Everybody's looking around the world. Everybody's looking for the best gear. Like everybody's trying to get the best drip. So like even like if you take everything out, all the technical aspects of story and everything else, like obviously people have some sort of sentiment, some sort of attachment with the aesthetics of this game. I feel like that's one of the things that Sucker Punch, uh, Sucker Punch literally blew out the water. So I commend them for that. I, I definitely commend them for that because if it's something that's not even supposed to be a main feature of the game ends up being so appeasing to everybody, then that means that you did something right. So I, I give them down the aesthetics. Um, I agree with you all on on the majority of things that you all said um as far as like the cons at least uh the camera is definitely terrible um it definitely gets repetitive and again that's that's really the thing that we have with a lot of open world games i know that uh tbh and myself have said multiple times that we typically don't want to play like 30 hour plus games but somehow some way games like assassin's creed and this game end up you know sucking us in it and they were like you know even though there are a lot of repetitive moments it's still very fun to play like you want to do the side missions you want to go to the camps uh you know you want to explore the world and see what else is out there and i feel like from me playing and just getting to act two like because the reason why i'm only in act two is because i went around and did everything else like i'm sitting there looking for you know the uh the dye people i found the uh the white dye dealer um the last time that i played yeah like that's cool like all that stuff is cool and so i like that aspect and i do agree that um that the tales missions are the best things and and those did draw me in more than the main story um of course it, it's going to end up getting repetitive and i already know what it's like going around in the camps and stuff but yeah. still just to level up your character and be an absolute badass like that's fun to do it's fun to level up and then you know get all um uh, get all the skills and whatever and then you end up just you know being able to do whatever you want so i do enjoy those aspects a lot um and i see myself after beating it unless like something crazy happens at the very end um regarding the story that it's probably going to be at the top uh from one of my uh one of my games of the year until of course you know cyberpunk if it comes out uh this year we'll, we'll see what happens oh, then. Oh my we'll, God, yeah we'll bro. see we'll see what happens then. definitely in that but star citizen bracket <laughs> <laughs> but overall overall i am thoroughly enjoying myself with this game and if it wasn't for other games because it's low-key man like because you know the summer is really really dead for games but the fact that this game came out it's a triple a game it came out at the best time during the summer and then there's a whole bunch of other little games that scattered around too like it's hard for me to like put my full focus into it because i want to play so much stuff but i want to play ghost of Tsushima as well i want to beat it so it's it's kind of hard if you have so much stuff to play and then on top of that hyperscape we're doing that tournament and stuff like it's just so neat the game sucks i game's dead that i'm just trying to, <laughs> just trying to joke with then of course, of course i don't have as much oh, time as it is, so. dead it doesn't we're not talking about that i don't care about your opinion <laughs> we're trying to win this money i don't give a fuck about nothing Dead game. <laughs> but, 
but in any case, in any case, I, I like it. I definitely enjoy Ghost of Tsushima. And I see that a lot of other people are enjoying it as well, even if they don't necessarily enjoy like the story per se or the technical aspects. I think that just for the visuals alone, it, it really resonates with a lot of people. So, so like I said, I, I think that that's, that's one thing that, you know, uh, low key, they really hit out the water and, and did a really good job. One thing so. that I'd like to throw in there extra that I don't think any of us brought up uh as a unique feature maybe i'm wrong i don't think i've seen this in another game but in this game you get to do haikus and like low-key that shit's kind of fire it's this rapping. nigga be dropping bars yeah you get the, there's there's, a, there's side quests all throughout the map where you literally get the right poetry in that game and that shit low-key kind of hard bro it's a like, really yeah. peaceful game though right. like like dead ass like if you just sit there and just look around it's a really peaceful environment even though there's war going on oh, yeah. this man still finds time to do haikus and and reflect on shit when he's in the uh when he's in hot yeah. bed like what <laughs> there's um look, like this crazy I've, I've done is like even to go to your point jg like there's moments where like i literally have left the game run i'd go to like a very serene part of the game and i would just let my character stand there and i would literally let my ps4 just run and play that like just in my background like it, it's it's very um like a live a lot wallpaper of, like, yeah, like yeah, it's like a live Excellent. wallpaper. Like it's like a really cool. Like if I could record it and then put it on my computer as like a wallpaper, I'd do it. Like it's very serene. Um, like I can't tell you how many times. Like there's so many times I've gone in this game. Um, like the war, ra the ravaged parts are like yeah, it's really fucking bleak there. But my god, the parts that haven't been touched by the war at all on the island. Or like I can't tell you how many times I just stopped. I, I reached like the top of a, a mountain and I just stopped and I just looked down. I was like, oh my god, like this is just like. I'm trying to like this is where I was like literally of Witcher three like when I would reach those like really amazing parts of the map where I would just stop and I would just look around I'm just like holy like I can't believe this like I'm looking at this like this is like just incredibly beautiful and until Ghost of Tsushima has so many of them like so many different diverse biomes that like just look like it's a, like, it's a case so of what I, I think one of the things that we've been missing in this generation with a lot of games is even though this camera this game has camera issues and the parkour isn't the, be the best and the ai is a little wonky you can still tell this is a labor of love and i think that's what you're trying to explain yeah, yeah. you it can tell they genuinely game. loved making this game and like all of its faults is because they probably just don't have specialties in their studio to work on those specific but things but the over they, they yeah. did the best that they could do and you have to appreciate that because at the end of the day they're going to get better at it over time and i think that's what you're trying to say yeah, yeah. so shout out to sucker points because like i wasn't expecting anything like this from them and yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually like very very pleased that they you know came up with something like this i wouldn't say it's a masterpiece but again like what you all mentioned like if they touched up a couple things for a sequel or something i think that they could do a really good job and this also makes me question uh ubisoft now because they beat them to the punch they, 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 <laughs> they literally beat them to the punch so it's like at this point they're i don't coming want out with a viking man. game yeah would you yeah. want one would you even no, want no. Hold, on, hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. let's no. get something straight i no, like this no, game but the no. parkour system in this game doesn't even 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 with the dumbass ai in this game if the parkour was fire i would be like this is assassin's creed japan but the parkour is so bad i still yeah i still want the assassin's creed Japan. This ain't it yet. This is so for those. I, in my opinion, this is not Assassin's Creed Japan. It's close, okay. but not there yet. Okay, okay. so you think you right. have to make a better version of this game? Possibly. 
with the and, RG, and, and with it being the fastest selling uh new ps4 ip i think they're probably looking at it finally like all right well maybe we need, do need to do a japan maybe we've been saying i for feel years like they lost out bro i feel yeah, like it's too late for them no one wants to play it now because that's what they literally it was it wasn't anything about the ubisoft thing it was the fantasy it was the fantasy of being an assassin ninja that we wanted to play and ubisoft kept blue balling us every year with all these other places except for egypt shout out to shout out to my boy bayek that was fire but every other place i did not want to go i did not want to experience now if they drop one in japan like it has to look insanely good for me to want it because now i'm gonna be like i mean is it better than ghost of Tsushima? and if i'm looking at it and i gotta deal with the rpg stuff the leveling like that sort of thing if Man, I'm about, you like, negroes if this was a live stream i would be like yo chat clip this shit so we can throw this in their face later because <laughs> next year if they announce assassin's creed japan you motherfuckers are gonna pre-order i don't want to no, hear I'm, it no 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 pre-order because i i haven't i haven't played odyssey since i played like 20 like uh, two hours four hours of it and i dropped it i said this is boring that's a um, shame I, i'm not even excited to play uh vikings at all i don't even think i'm even hyped to even want to play that game especially after what you said so i don't even want to play that then and so what if they drop japan like, they have to drop japan one day because they're gonna realize oh yeah we've screwed up so much we have to do japan at that point it's like unless the story is gonna be so tied to the modern day like it's gonna be like a, a, a climax i don't want it I don't want a side quest unless the story has to be good, bro. I'm telling you, I don't want it. I don't want it now. I'd rather, honestly, I'd rather wait two more years, let Sucker Punch take another jab at it and make a sequel and fix all those polish issues. I'd rather wait for that. Than I say, I'll, I'll say this much. I, I wouldn't, like I said, it's a little bit wonky, so I can't call this the Assassin's Creed Japan we wanted, but I will I, say the foundation is very strong, and there, if they make a Ghost there. of Tsushima 2, that would probably be it, because I'll, I'll, I'll say this much. In my opinion, Ghost of Tsushima is better than what Assassin's Creed One Creed, was like, like you one. remember you remember Assassin's Creed One and the jump from two that was a yeah. massive jump yeah. like they don't have to make a massive jump from Ghost One to two like it's just little things they got to fix and then like it's like I can say that's it Sucker Punch if you're watching this this is all you gotta do I'm telling you this is how you can just kill Ubisoft Assassin's Creed right this is how you all win you <laughs> this is how you this is how you win baby you hire you steal their talent you take some of the programmers who design <laughs> the Ubisoft from Ubisoft and you bring them over to you and you help them overhaul your parkour so TBH will be happy with that but the mm. number one thing you need to do the number one thing you need to do and I'm telling you this will make you you'll, you'll get game of the year I promise you take the nemesis system from Shadow of War and put it in your game mm, you do that, that would be that fire, would be fire. Yeah. yeah that would be fire you, I get it. Here. you got that shit on wrap you make it where all the, the Shogun pulling up for a rematch <laughs> like imagine, imagine a second this is why I'm spoiling too much but imagine if like the second game involves like going to Kyoto to Tokyo to going uh basically there to dealing with like like maybe like the sh you're working with the shogun or whatever it is or you're you're dealing with them there's a little bit of choice and 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 changes that happen on the storyline based on certain choices you make as the 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 um as as Jin, maybe you can make it where like it's kind of like Assassin's Creed where he builds like a brotherhood of ninjas and stuff. I'm telling you, and you add a nemesis system for the Mongols or for like the Japanese people that are trying to like hunt you down. You got a game of the year winner, hundred percent. All you gotta do, all you gotta do, Steve. Listen, you gotta put a Siggy sound bite. See when they come yeah. back, if you if you hit them with a ninja tactic first and you kill them, <laughs> yes. and then they That's come back, and be like you gotta get it back, and there yeah. you go. And then, yeah. and, then, and then you go pull up for round two. There you go. And make it, yeah, make it where, like, obviously you can't make it where, like, there's, like, magic where they come back from the dead. But maybe some way they can escape it. Or maybe their boys will, like, protect their their general while they, he escapes. And yeah, they run away. Yeah, right. And then, like, I'm telling you, number another, here, I'm giving you, I'm giving you gems right now, right now, Sucker Punch. If you add a mechanic where there's going to be a rival in the game, like, another ninja that's trying to kill you. That's like well, period, like a rival, kind of like how a uh, Kai Ling was. Uh, what was that nigga's name from Mass Effect Three? Uh, TBH Kai, was it Kai Ling? 
Oh, the, the, the third one. Yes. Yeah, I remember. I don't remember his name, yeah. but I know you you're talking about yeah. like an asshole like that who's constantly like berating you and making jokes about you and trying to kill you. You got game of the year. You got it, son. Mm. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours okay. to take. So mm. I believe it. Go for ideas, it. Ideas. Let's go, yeah. sucker punch. Make it. Make I'm like it. I'm scrolling through Twitter and GameSpot just posted PSA. You don't need the 100% Ghost of Tsushima. Why is this an article? Like, nah, I don't know. I'm <laughs> doing it right now. I'm close to platinum. I think I got like slow whatever. news day. Why is that an article? <laughs> yeah, they're hating, bro. Screw that. Uh, that I'm close to platinum. <laughs> like, I was gonna say it. This this game reminds me of of when Spider Man came out. Same thing. The screenshots. Uh, just a really solid PS4. It really was, was yeah. Everybody would take a screenshot, yeah. Spider-Man. It's, it's so really solid, and you want to call yeah. it a game of the year, but it's just missing but something. You know it's missing just a little bit, like like yeah, even even, even though I enjoy this and I haven't finished it, I still wouldn't put this above Final Fantasy VII or Doom. But like, yeah. if we're being honest, even it's though I haven't close. finished it, I probably put it third this year already. It's close. It's, it's like close, it's an underdog. Yeah. If it got it, I would be happy for it. Like I'd be like, yeah, it was an underdog. Like. I, I feel like they put in so much work and so much detail and so much like um, study with the game and the setting that like if they got it I would not it's like one of those games I would not be mad if they got it but like it's kind of hard for me to argue like, like right now what we've got so far with I mean I haven't finished Final Fantasy 7 but a lot of people love that and like Doom Eternal Doom Eternal is very strong you need to finish that game so, I, I just I just haven't had the time to it's like what JG said there's so many I was gonna go and play it but so many games would just boom 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 come out that I just you know I'm a fucking to, Final Fantasy 7 I'm a Final Fantasy hater I was like thoroughly surprised that, like that's still my top game this year like I thoroughly enjoyed I, that I game I never I didn't have any strong feelings for 7 that's probably why I just haven't been oh I didn't play the original I didn't I was coming into yeah. it completely new yeah, well, that, I, 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 I feel like that's why you have that opinion mm. yeah I'm not. I'm not saying it's bad because it was definitely a good game I enjoyed it's it but that, I yeah, yeah that, but I think that's why because you never played it yeah, and plus on top of that, it's a remake. So then people are gonna make the argument it's a remake. It doesn't deserve Game of the Year because it's not a new game. Well, so apparently, according to people in my chat, like they changed the story. Like the ending is completely different. Like it's it's, it's a, a re story. it's a reimagining, not a not a full blown yeah. remake. So, so it is what it is. But shout out to Ghost of Tsushima. It's lit. Got another good one. Um, I, I haven't finished it, but like I I already recommended at sixty in my opinion. It's it's dope. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Next game that we could talk about, this one came out. It's currently in early access on the Epic Game Store. It'll be free to play in September, but right now you can get access to the game early for $15. And then there's a $30 starter pack too with a bunch of exclusive skins and stuff. It's called Rogue Company. It is a third person shooter, a new one from High Res Studios, the creators of Smite, as well as what was that shitty BR game they came out with? Uh, I don't know about the BR. No, that wasn't a BR. Paladins of Peace or some shit. What was that? Rob Royale? Yo, Realm Royale. There we go. My bad. Realm Royale. And then they oh they made Paladins too, didn't they? they? Yeah, I got that confused. Yeah. So they made they made all those games. Um, in my opinion, the best way I can describe it is uh third person shooter. The shooting mechanics are kind of like gears, but then they have abilities like Rainbow, but then they have a gun store like uh like CSGO. It's like a mix of those three games. Would you say that, Ethos? Valorant, <laughs> but like it's not like Valorant, Valorant because like when you shoot, Valorant. like you actually yeah. hit your enemies. You know, it's not even CS:GO really. Like, I mean, it's it, not just the stores like CS:GO really. Well, see, the buy see, system. See, this is why this is why I don't feel like it's CS:GO, right? So the buy system is it doesn't play like Valorant or CS:GO because when you die, you don't lose your weapons. There's no reoccurring hmm. economy. I, I wonder, like, it it's very casual because there's no there's no. I thought about it really when I was playing it yesterday with you guys, and I was like. 
is there really any strategy or depth to the the buy system in actually the game? yeah that's a good point because in I mean, csgo you that you literally have the whole story and you have to pick your own kit yeah. every character has a kit and you're basically just picking what you want to upgrade it's like upgrading like a call of duty like okay, that's a valid point time. yeah, yeah and okay that's it. and it's like i see there's 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 strategy in like do I save so I can get this like very powerful perk earlier in the game? But ultimately, it's like, it's just a power curve that you're just reaching. But like in Valorant and in CS:GO, there, it's like the curve can go up and down based off your performance in a match. So like if you play like trash, right, you lose a sh you like if you basically you you high risk high reward. So if I go around and I waste all my money getting like really good weapons and I die that round, I'm screwed the next round. But that doesn't really happen in this game. Like you can go high risk and buy like the most expensive stuff, and the worst thing that happens to you is like oh you don't get bonus money. But it's actually like, oh whatever. I just you know yeah there I'll was never a game I played where I yeah. didn't max out my weapons. About yeah. It. Yeah. yeah or like you. Like and we, there was times where we were losing too, so yeah, you're, that's a good point. Yeah. Like, you, you really it's all smoke and mirrors. Yeah, so I was like, I was like, what's the purpose of this? Like, why would you not just be like, all right, here's a loadout system, pick what you want off rip, and just run with it? Like, what's what's even the purpose of this system? Like, how, what is it? Is it just different for the sake of being different, or like, is there maybe some depth to well, it? Let's let's, let's let's dial it back. It, do you think the game is fun or not? Oh, I think the game's. I think the f game is fun. I think it's a good alternative to um, like. I think like all the time, like us on GI, we always look for that third person game that we. And every year, every couple of years, we find one to play, and then we take a break. Um, I feel like this is that game. I, mean, I think it's fun. Um, it has issues, but I think overall, it's a really fun third person game. It's a mm. nice system. What about you, Jay? Uh, I only played that one night, and we were having server issues. So until they fix that, like I'm not going to give this game uh, anything near praise. But I would say, like technically, again, like I have to really dial into it and get the full aspect of what's going on but um i would say at least like the game looks dope i actually like the character designs i think that those are cool i like the fact that you know they're you know they have a hero system everybody had different abilities and stuff so i like those aspects but what i don't like this is just my opinion i know that y'all like those type of game but i don't i don't like the snd format um I'm I'm not that type that you know i'm by myself when the clutch it like i, I can but i just don't like those type yeah, of other game modes yeah but i don't I just don't like that one that was the main one that we played at first so um and then we could barely get into the games at, at all so they, they have some issue that they got to work with with the server system so like i said i got to play a little bit more so my opinion is going to be different until i really get into it but that's another game that i got to put in rotation and and see what i can do amongst all the other games that we're trying to play because we're just like swamp yeah if in my opinion if you want a good alternative to csgo or valorant like a third person action game also, I realized what I really like about this game, like, and this is why you should probably try it, is it's much more fast paced. There are a lot of rounds in it, but like the rounds last, it feels like a minute or two. Like you go in and you shoot it out and then you're into the next round. So like the games don't last that long, but it still feels strategic. And then I also like the fact that where I point my mouse and I shoot, I kill them. Like, I don't like games where the bullets are just all over the fucking place unless it has like, you know, an actual memorable shooting pattern. And I didn't like that shit where you had to stand still either. I didn't, I didn't like that shit. Um, and this shit, you can quick scope. You know I like to snipe. Um, and then all the different abilities. I only played like three or four characters. Uh, they were cool. Uh, but the, the point Ethos brought up about the story, kind of, it is kind of a valid point. What's the point of it when at the end of the day, you're still going to all, whether you're winning or losing, you're still going to get what you want. You might get it a little bit slower if you're losing, but I did always end up, we didn't lose. I think we only lost like one game. It was going off yesterday. 
but it being free to play i think is going to benefit from that it's smooth it runs well uh jg said he had server issues when we played i didn't have any other than not me personally it was ethos and ziggy yeah, like we just gonna get a match with each other like the day because like the next day that was when tbh and i played in like those issues were like mostly fixed we only had one issue early on where we just couldn't get into a match but after that it just seemed to work after that so. it sucks to hear that too because it makes it hard to recommend paying for early access then it's like i, I would I just might as well just wait till september when it goes yeah, because people play. are like fiending for this too. They're like, they're like, oh, you could stream it now. Like, how do I get a code? I was like, I don't know. Or like, I like, I was like, my media credentials. Yeah, I think it's worth fifteen dollars. I feel like if you can, if you have a way of like refunding the game, if it doesn't work, I don't know if it's on Steam, but like, if there's a way to refund, I think Epic Games lets you refund games. You can like slip it and say like, hey, it doesn't work or something. But I'd say it's worth giving it a shot if you're either a fan of like tactical games, like if you're a fan of. I mean, this is a bad comparison, but I um, people are saying it anyway, so I'm going to say If you're a fan of Gears of War, you might like this. If you're a fan of Valorant, you might like this. If you're a fan of Overwatch, you might like this. Basically, if you're a fan of any hero shooter or you're a fan of like any third-person shooters, you'll like this game. I, th- I, think. I, think it, I think it hits that mark of a good mix between tactical and arcade. Yeah. It doesn't lean too like, far into one or the other. It's not be too realistic, and then at the same time, it, there's still like strategy to it. It's not like you just like Call of Duty throwing yourself at each other. Like There's still like strategy that you can do in the game, so... If that's what you're looking for that little middle ground i feel like this game hits it perfectly uh i, I was surprised too like uh when we were streaming it yesterday like people really liked watching us play it too so it's a fun game to watch because of the pacing of it yeah. um so like it's a real and, weapon well that's always fun yeah and then we're and then we're like yelling at each other all the time and shit so like it brings out the toxicity so like i can see this game being in the rotation uh, especially because it's going to go free to play eventually so everybody will have access to it um, I'm not going to say it's going to be like the next big thing, but I, I see potential. I wouldn't be surprised if it fi- it carves out its little niche on the, on the internet somewhere. Uh, but it makes it hard to recommend when y'all are saying that there's server issues. I personally didn't have any, but I'm like, I'm going to take y'all word for it. I ain't going to recommend it if people are fucking suffering. To all the young men listening, the best piece of advice I can give to you is spend a little bit extra on your hygiene. When I was younger and struggling financially, I'd buy lotion from the dollar store and it was like rubbing water on my ashy ankles. It did nothing. So I ended up spending more money in the long run because eventually I'd have to buy some quality lotion. These days, I don't skimp on my health. I use Hawthorne. Hawthorne is a men's hygiene brand that makes it easy for the everyday man. Simply take a two-minute quiz, and based off your answers, they'll recommend the products that best suit you. I was surprised how detailed their quiz was on their website. I mean, it asked things about like how often you shower, the hair type, if your skin is oily, do you smoke, what's your drink of choice, blah, 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 blah. I love Hawthorne's lotion. That was the result. It's not greasy, and it leaves me feeling moisturized for the day. But they also have other products such as deodorants, facial scrubs, colognes, and more. And the best part is their colognes will have you smelling like a cologne expert without all the extra browsing and aimlessly walking around in aisles and asking questions to the clerk at the department store. I've been wearing Hawthorne since before COVID-19 kept us indoors, and my girl would always tell me how much she loved my scent when we would go out for dinner. And since Hawthorne is a sponsor of the show, just know that you can check out Hawthorne at a discounted rate. Head on over to Hawthorne.co, and that's Hawthorne with an E, and use the code GI at checkout to get 10% off your first purchase. That's Hawthorne.co, and use code GI at checkout for 10% off your first order. If you're watching the video version of this podcast, just look in the description box below, and there will be a link to Hawthorne.co. Just remember to use code GI at checkout to get that discount. Uh, So I guess we can move into the new side of the podcast. Um, Since the last show xbox did their game showcase 2020 this was supposed to be their big showcase to show what's coming to the xbox series x basically like their e3 conference almost um 
they revealed a bunch of stuff i'm just going to kind of run down a summary and uh y'all let me know what that did for you so they revealed gameplay for halo infinite you're a big halo fan jg what did this do for you they revealed it was open. <laughs> oh, yeah. they revealed yeah. it was I'm open big world. Halo fan. Big the halo main fan. villain is an old black man um and uh yeah it's I open mean, world so what'd that do for you yeah going open world that's a that's a bold move right when all else fails and you have no other ideas just uh slap open world Yo, on it and there you go is is uh, open world the the equivalent to like you know how with television shows that are ongoing really long time when when they run out of ideas, they just go to space or like a movie. Is is it like the equivalent in gaming when you run out of ideas? Just, it just might, make it over world. It might be. It <laughs> might be. I think. I think that may be the new trend. Um, I don't know how to feel about it. I really don't because I have been out of the Halo like fandom for the last two, so four and five. I, I did play five. Four I mean, I, mean, I did play four. Trash. Excuse me. I played four, uh, but I didn't play five. I didn't play five at all. Um, and I didn't even play the story for four. I just made me play the multiplayer. So I can't even tell you what's going on. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I, I'm sorry. I can't even tell you. you what's know, going I can't on. either. I play both. I couldn't either. I feel you. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty bad as far as like, but what, like how far I like just don't care about it, but, um, we'll see. Like I said, it's a very bold move that they're going open world. I've seen, uh, seen a couple of people that are like, just ultimately praising this to the high heavens and i think it's just because they're halo fans and they just don't want to see their franchise doing bad but you gotta admit like four and five like those were the severe declines of halo that's why i stopped playing i've actually questioned how did 343 industries even get a hold of halo because do y'all i'm about to google this do y'all know what are they well well they initially did odst I don't know how they got in there, but all of a sudden Bungie was like, "We don't want to do Halo anymore." And three four three were like, "Okay, I we'll didn't know they did ODST." So they yeah, so they, they passed yeah. the franchise off to the the company that made arguably one of the worst ones. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, because they're the only ones that had Halo experience with like interesting. Because I think I think I'm not 100 on the history of this, but from what I remember it was Bungie wanted basically to make destiny mm-hmm. microsoft they wanted to do something else and mm-hmm. then Bungie was like i well we want to do this like new mmo idea so microsoft was like all right so we'll just break our partnership off but i think the deal was with Bungie was that microsoft owns the rights to halo like i don't think Bungie owned them i think it was microsoft did so they can't they can't take their ip with them if they leave microsoft so Microsoft retains all of Halo's like IPs, just like how um, remember how what happened with Gears, where like Epic Games owned Gears and then they sold it off to Microsoft because they were like, we don't want to do this no more after mm-hmm. uh, after Judgment or whatever it was. It's, it's just too expensive to make. Kind of the same thing with Bungie, but, but Bungie just wanted to go somewhere else, creative, uh, creative wise. Um, and then as a result of that, then Are I you guess sure they Mi- made ODST. I'm on their Wikipedia. It does not say that. I don't I think that they. I don't think that they fully made it, but I think that they had. I think like this was one of the first games that they like had a part of. Someone in my thought, chat, because I brought this up. Somebody in my chat said that they developed the DLC for OS. I I can't confirm that though. Are you sure? Like I thought, three four three didn't exist until literally like after Halo had been given to Microsoft. Like I Man, thought, Microsoft. I'm on they no, no, because this no, because weak. I remember. I remember that three four three. It was at, It was obviously after Halo three, and ODST came after Halo three. And this was this was when three four three stepped in. To my knowledge, I may be wrong, but I I, I know that three four three didn't so maybe, just ultimately was like, oh well, you know, you're going to give it to us, and we're going to go from there. Like yeah, after like four or five, 
four and five yeah 343 studios did that fully and bungie had nothing to do with it but if i recall halo 3 odst was the first thing that that they had a hand in it they may not have made it fully but that i'm pretty sure they had a hand in it if it wasn't that it was some sort of multiplayer aspect that 343 had a had a hand in but it has something to do with halo 3. because on their wikipedia and you know wikipedia could be wrong but the first thing they're credited for in 2011 is the combat evolve anniversary and then halo 4. but like yeah yeah, like literally they have not worked on anything other than halo and i was like how did they get this how did they like, like I said, I'm, Halo's a big like I said, franchise. I may be wrong. I, like think, I said, I may be, I may no, be you, wrong. But. You, you could be right. We don't know where the fuck these people came from. Like. Well, no, no, it, it's 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 a Microsoft-owned studio. Like all they did was like, so when Microsoft got the rights, right? You got to have somebody work on it. So they made a brand new studio. They called it 343 as a nod to the Guilty Spark, and they said, "All right, this is our new game studio that will work on Halo after Bungie split off." And then they hired some people who were some of them were ex Bungie, but a lot of them weren't. Right, um, right. Yeah. I said that already. Like, because yeah. Halo Four okay, was the first one that they okay. officially, yeah, Halo Four was the first one they officially worked on after yeah. after the split. But but I'm saying three four three didn't just come out of nowhere. Like, I'm pretty sure that they were already like a small studio within the Microsoft ecosystem, and they had some part in Halo Three. Or if it wasn't DLC, then it was ODST. But like I said, I may be wrong, but I don't think they just came out of nowhere and was like, oh, we're just going to make this studio and y'all are going to work from Halo going forward. I'm pretty sure that they were there in a very small entity before, like right, right before the split happened because of Uh, what you said, he thought that they didn't want to work on Halo anymore and they couldn't take it with them. Yeah, but I think this, um, according to this wiki, it it look it the way it's way it looks to me from according to this wiki is that they were literally they existed after a result of Bungie splitting from Microsoft. Like they didn't exist before then. Mm. Not unless something's not right. Like unless like again the wiki could be wrong but like that's no, like, I could, like i said i could be wrong but i, I don't i don't, I don't, I don't think i don't think that they just came out of nowhere but like oh you're like f343 like I, I think that it was something like a documentary before, the mystery of where the fuck 343 <laughs> industries came from uh, well, like what people founded them like was it was it all like ex bungee people who just didn't want to leave halo or was it like because i just, feel like if yeah. I was a multi-billion dollar company, I would be very particular about who I gave my best franchise to or one of my biggest franchises to. Um, like at least at least with like Gears with the Coalition is a new studio, but it's headed by somebody who worked with Cliffy B on uh, Gears while Cliffy went to go make Radical Heights. Um, so, like, yeah, it's just kind of weird that I don't know. Like maybe like maybe you could go said like they work a small team within Microsoft, but even still, like I feel like their their track record. I don't know, their games suck. I don't have no faith in the Halo Xfinity Comcast. I don't know. Oh, Bur- Bonnie Ross. Who's Bonnie Ross? The, she's the founder of three four three. She's the one that created three four three. Let's 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 talk about I feel like we're talking about too much about their, their studio. So Halo yeah, Xfinity yeah. Comcast. Uh I seen, yeah, a lot of people were there excited and like all right, I was like, all right, I'm gonna keep an open mind. It's open world, we see. But from what I saw in that nine minute gameplay reveal, I was like, are we looking at the same thing? Because did y'all notice that open world was empty? There was nothing in it. He was just, he just drove around and then went up a ramp and started fighting aliens. And I'm like, why not just make it linear like you did in the past? Cause it doesn't really seem, I feel like if open world is like the new big thing in your game, in order to sell it to people, you should explain why you chose that 
that um that that path in terms of making how does the open world affect the gameplay and it just looks like he hopped in a warthog and drove up the ramp to a, a, a basically a level it looks like there's going to be segmented levels throughout the open world you just drive into them and you're going to walk indoors and fight aliens and stuff and i'm like that's like the same shit except for now i gotta drive from point a to b which sounds really fucking annoying and i could be wrong it's just that's what i got out of the gameplay it didn't really seem like it contributed anything to to the gameplay they added a grappling hook cool and then the gameplay wasn't exactly thrilling or exciting it looked like he was playing on ultra easy mode they should have cranked that shit up i don't know like it didn't look terrible but i was like yeah, yeah. again like i it didn't matter what they showed me i just think that i'm just so far gone from the franchise that mm-hmm. i don't think that making it open world is going to you know drive me back into it i may you know give it a try if there's like literally nothing else to play when it drops and it comes on pc like day one but if not like uh, of course i'm definitely not in xbox series x just to play this that's not happening that's why i didn't play halo 5 because i'm like why what's the point it's gonna be rough it says holiday 2020 this is coming out and uh cyberpunk's coming out allegedly and and i would also argue that like from the gameplay reveal like it just doesn't look like it's taking a step forward graphically either like it 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 doesn't look good (laughs) <laughs> it does and, and i hate good. to i hate to say it like if you're if you're going to you know give us your i would say this is probably microsoft's biggest franchise besides gears like i would think that you would after all these years make the game look better like why why are you not pushing the boundaries of what you can do especially when the xbox series x is coming out and this is going to be you know the the flagship staple how are you going to show that this is in 4k and, and that it's worth it if the game just doesn't look good graphically it doesn't look like it's it's made any any headway any improvements any progression it looked really clear like the resolution but in terms of the actual textures yeah it looked like an xbox one game it Um, really does i'm like i don't know what they're trying to go with the year but it just like i said it just doesn't look good like in digital uh, foundry they i think they already put out their video they're they're eating this up right now so what do you mean like compare they're comparing it to previous halos and and showing like lighting and stuff you know how digital foundry Mm -hmm. does they're they're doing comparisons and they're yeah. And they're I don't want to hear the whole now. open world excuse. Oh, that's why the gra- they they made it open world, especially at the Ghost of Tsushima. That shit is open world and it is gorgeous. And I think Assassin's Creed Odyssey is gorgeous. Uh, it is gorgeous. Yeah. So it's like I don't want to hear the whole open world. You could do a gorgeous open world. It just kind of feels like they didn't know what, what they wanted to do with the franchise, and they was like, all right, well, let's just make a big ass map. And now you have to drive to the missions instead of a cutscene playing in between each level. And I, 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 at this age in my life, I'd rather just be a cutscene and get to the next fucking level. I don't want to drive around for ten minutes going level to level. It's kind of pointless. Yeah, but I, so I could we'll, be wrong. We'll see how this goes. But I think again, just all the like Super Halo fans and and the Xbox that are like, oh yeah, Halo. Like this is this is why we have an Xbox and all the console war fanboys. They're going to enjoy this, but. I, I just don't think that it's made like stellar improvements. Yeah, okay, it's open world, but that's not that at this point it's not enough for me. Uh I think the good news though is like even though this game looks a little iffy to me, uh at least for those who own the Xbox Game Pass, they said that every game they revealed on the show will be on the Game Pass. So you don't have to pay $60 for this if you already have the Game Pass. Now that's the main point and and that's the way that Microsoft wants to go and it's clear like we already knew, but I, I think that after this game showcase it's it's more than clear like they they're loud and clear at this point that's what they're going for they want everybody to get into the game pass ecosystem why is nobody talking about it because they don't have any good fucking games listen uh (laughs) i'd rather pay 60 dollars for a really good game than 15 dollars a month for a bunch of eh, games 
like, like I mean, multi, you're basically playing from multi-plat the this basic like, rule of business if the, if your product is fire it don't matter how much it costs people are gonna pay for it that's the real reason niggas is mad about 2k being 70 dollars that product isn't fire but like they know that they're addicted to 2k and they're gonna buy it anyway and they're just mad they gotta spend the shit uh so this i don't know like uh, you could play the 15 for Halo and then turn the game pass off, but after that, I mean, there's, I'm there's not going to stay in the... Right? Like, is that is that really is that really the like, argument, or is it just that people are just naturally just like so focused on this Halo thing that they're disregarding everything else that Microsoft is showing? Like, the, all the Obsidian stuff, like, all those games look good to me. Like Those, all are, this, mul those are multi-plats. No, but I'm saying, like, you're getting them for, like, $5 cheap. Oh no! And no, they're not multi-plats, by the way. I mean, not anymore. They they have a hold of that one now, yeah. but yeah, it, it's in the Windows ecosystem. Is it going to be on PC though? Yes, but yeah, it's a multi-plat. Multi yeah. Well, yes and no. So yes, that's true. But like someone who has a PS4 only cannot play the game. Someone who has a Switch only cannot play the game. You know what I mean? Uh, most most like, I I I would be willing to bet most money. Most people's setup is they have a PS4 and a PC these days. I don't know about that because now we have to deal with people who constantly argue still <laughs> are getting a ps5 I, I, I don't i would hope so or you would hope so too, like, 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 but you maybe really, that, you really believe do you really believe all the millions of players that have a ps4 right now or ps5 that they also have a gaming pc tbh you really want to bet you could that? be right i'm maybe i'm just judging it like, based off of our own community i've seen a lot of our community see, that's, that's that's the problem though right like we're basing it off of our own like hardcore communities of like real hardcore gamers who have like two or more platforms I'm thinking of it from a very casual standpoint, like my brother, I'm thinking of like other people that I know on Facebook who don't aren't really into this gaming shit like that, but they're just casual. Oh, I play 2K, I play Call of Duty. What happens every time? Every time there's an eco change, they pick one platform and they stick to it the whole thing. Mm. I I don't see a lot of game, like regular people on Facebook who are like casual gamers out here talking about their $2,000 gaming PC along with their PlayStation 4 and Switch. Like most times if you're lucky, you might get someone who's like, oh, I have a Switch and I have a PS4. But the the percentage of the entire base of PS4, I highly doubt has a gaming PC. So mm. like I find this argument that people try to use that against Xbox saying, well, it's on PC, so it doesn't count. I, I just don't I don't buy that at all. I just think that like a well, lot of again, I would say it doesn't it, it doesn't count because yes, I mean technically, no, it's it's not a you know a an Xbox exclusive. But again, I, I think that Microsoft at this point, like they're just doing away with with xbox like just a console exclusive like it's yeah. windows now it's, exactly. it's a windows exclusive yeah. or is yeah it's just like microsoft like yeah and that's why that's why i kind of don't i don't like i i i guess it's just because i'm i'm trying to be forward thinking about what microsoft is like what they're doing with their ecosystem and and if i and if i have that understanding then i can't stick to traditional means of how we've originally looked at certain things of how certain things have been set up throughout the years of gaming when like what we're dealing with right now is a huge change in the landscape of how games are really supposed to be done or can be done and distributed like this whole idea that like and 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 i say this and i and i i'm you know what it is what it is but microsoft was very forward thinking in 2013 when they came out with the xbox one and that everyone shat on Everybody was like, oh, we're always online. We are going to have a digital place where you can buy and play your games at a heartbeat, and you're gonna be able to play it on your platform wherever you are. Like, this is something that uh that they got destroyed for and they lost the console generation for. But is that Dude, that was their you're right and wrong. And that, that was their own fault their too. Fault. Let's yeah. let's not forget they were talking about they had to ping your internet like once every 30 minutes or some shit like that like and what if somebody's internet goes out like for the most part it probably wouldn't be a big deal these days but like it's just the idea of like what if i can't my pay for my internet my console's not gonna work anymore like that kind of concept I mean, that's PC gaming 
Uh, well, we're talking about console gaming. We're not talking about. Right, right, uh, but I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, this is like the new era. Like, this is what they're turning to. Like, we, we were. And then also, can... dudes say, go buy a 360. They, they, they did it to themselves. Right. We're there, we're there <laughs> now. We're there now. But again, at the end of the day, like, it didn't they're matter now. what they said. It, it didn't matter what you know what type of way that they were going if you don't have the game to back it up then who cares that's the reason that's a real reason why they lost it was I mean, they have any poor execution well yeah yeah they don't have games but i would say like now like they have games like that's i don't think that's like any longer can be yeah i think fun. um they said they're gonna have the 8k netflix on there um and then <laughs> no, no. okay no 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 see 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 now this is where this is where this is where like i hate oh man i hate the argument because if we go there we're diminishing again the whole like the whole point of this which is which is the, like, be serious for one second and like really think about it, right? They have the studios now. They have people creating these video, these brand new games. Now, I'm not saying that all of them, because I guess the standard is now, if you don't have a cinematic third person action game with stealth elements, it's not a good exclusive. I, which I, I find is like preposterous. I say that's the problem with Sony is that that's all their fucking uh, exclusive games. They're all the same now at this point. Um, like I, 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 I'd rather have this like type of thing where like, and see what Microsoft's doing. And I have to give them credit for this. Granted, I gave them a C. I gave them a C for the showcase. I didn't think it was like a, a god tier, like showing and stuff like that. Again, on the other side, I'm trying to show like I'm not biased to either or. I thought Sony's was kind of a C too. I didn't, neither of these conferences made me want to go out and buy a PS5 day one. And it just made me want to get a, a graphics card update. What mm. I'm pointing at here is that um, even either way that you look at it, from like just what the next generation is going to bring, Microsoft, from what I've seen, seems to have a better idea of like the functionality of we're not just caring about the hardware. This is what the ecosystem can do. And I don't feel like Sony and Nintendo have that. Like, what do we know about Sony's ecosystem? Well, here's the thing, right? I think the counter argument to that, I understand where you're coming from. I think the counter argument to that is if the ecosystem was really that popping, the Xbox would be selling better. Like, well, that, well, that's, like that's actually wild when you think about no, it. No, you see, get see, all see, these games no, no, for $15 wrong, a again. month. You're wrong again. You're wrong again. I personally think it's not about the number. It's not about the hardware. The Game Pass is what matters. The subscription model is what Microsoft cares about. Is that about. a sustainable business model in yes, the long term? Yes, it is. Netflix. Everything in the 2020 century is all dealing with subscription everything like think about it everything we've been dealing with now for the past seven years have been done on a subscription-based model microsoft understands this and says all right those tv shows don't cost 150 million dollars to make but you still make a shitload of money back off of game sales well why would i pay for the hardware when literally i can just make people pay me for the the what do you mean when you say game sales because they're they're, they're subscribing to it the software is what matters right the idea that so what sony does is sony says hey we have these exclusive games and this is what's going to drive our hardware sales because we're going to take a loss on the hardware sales but we hope is that these exclusive games that we pour all of our money into will be enough of an incentive that you're going to go out and buy this 500 dollars piece of plastic so that you'll support you'll you'll play these sort of quote-unquote games right Microsoft is looking at it as no, that model cannot sustain in the future because games are getting more expensive, they're getting harder to make, and they take longer. So what do we do? We make a game pass system. Not only that, with the with the current coronavirus right now that's happening, I'd actually argue that Microsoft's probably thinking very forward ahead about this. It's like when people are losing their jobs and stuff like that and 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 paying that, they're not gonna be able to pay $60. And oh, look at 2K, the $70 games, the 80. So if 2K ends up on the game pass and get in there, like give us five dollars for your first month and you can play 2K without paying the 80 bucks, I'm gonna say, hell yeah, I'm gonna take the game pass over, over playing, um, um, overpaying $70 to play it on PS4. 
this is the same thing like the EA play. This is what all these subscription models have been pushing towards is that you, we're looking at we're looking at a new dawn for how ga digital games are going to supposed to function where we're looking at Netflix model. That's very profitable. We're looking at how like Netflix and how other like Hulu and, and Disney Plus, they're trying to apply that same methodology to gaming. So look at look, Xbox, for example, right? What, what's the thing they announced? The cloud, right? You could play Destiny 2 on your phone now, apparently anywhere you want. So imagine five years in the future, right? If PlayStation has exclusives, okay, cool, yeah, right? But imagine if we're dealing in the future, if they catch up with Gears, if, they, if, if Halo actually ends up being good, right? You could play Halo anywhere you wanted. And all you paid was like $5 a month and you get access to every game that they have under their, their umbrella. And that's it. And am I gonna take $5 a month, uh, take a $5 a month bill over paying $60, $70 every one, two, three months to play like the latest game? I'm gonna take the $5 subscription service. I think, I really think like, I really feel like this is like, a lot of people aren't seeing this and I, I and because they're, they're making the jokes about the 4K Spotify and stuff like that, but I don't think people are really seeing like the bigger picture of this. I think I, 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 I agree if the catalog improves. Like, yeah, I agree. Like it, it, the catalog, the catalog ain't there. That. That's, that's, that's right, the problem. Right, also, like, also it does, it's not $5 a month, it's 15. Well, the first, the first dollar, the first month is the dollar. first, the first month is a dollar. Then after that, it's fifteen dollars a month. But, but, but the fifteen also includes Xbox Live, so you don't have to pay for Live either. Yeah, but once you stop paying for it, like it gets cut wait, off. But, but if point. you're already playing online, right? You're gonna buy that anyway. So it's like, wait, I get all my games for for fifteen dollars, and I get to play online without paying for like the extra or whatever it used to be for Xbox Live. Yeah, you're gonna take that. I can, I can see Ethos's point. He, he makes a really good point. Or on for that. example, Mike, EA, EA, EA uh, I, I've always been a fucking person to say, hey, the EA, uh, what is it called? Um, uh, EA Board Plus. Game Premier. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. That whole program, EA Play program, whatever it is, I kept telling people, I was like. This is a good fucking deal because you guys are already fucking scared of shit of any EA game that comes out. We're talking about EA gives you like almost what, like two, three days ahead on all games. You get to play demos for uh, like early. You get access to stuff early. You can play full games like for free. And then when you're done, just wipe your hands with it and be done with it. You can try all their games out before you, you know, freaking out of I paid $60 for this EA game and it ended up being trash like Anthem or whatever it is. So you don't feel that burn back. Like I... I can see it. That's what I'm saying. I do agree. You got to have the games. Like, Fable's got to come out. It's got to be good. Halo's got to come out. It's got to be good. The next gear's got to come out and be good. And they got to create, and they got to have these new IPs be good. But I see the foundation here. They got um, Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice, which I, I believe is one of the most underrated games this generation. I think it's a it's a diamond that a lot of people don't know about. Um, they're making the sequel for that game, which from a, from a realism, I know people are talking about, oh, Halo doesn't look good, but like, Hellblade might be their signature like graphical game they could show off their platform. Hellblade graphically amazing. Yeah. Looks photorealistic, but I'd say it could go almost toe in toe with Last of Us. Like it's really beautiful. Even the first one was really beautiful. Um, you know, and they have all they have Obsidian, so they have the RPGs on lock. So where they lost with like Mass Effect and Bioware, like they're getting back with Obsidian, which I say right now is like they're at the top of their game. They just released um, Outer Worlds and they worked on like another, like a Skyrim one. So now they're coming for Bethesda and they got this other like little, like, um, what is it? Little like survival game, funny little cool thing for the kids. They have Minecraft under their belt. Like, I, I just don't, I don't see this argument where a lot of people are trying to act like, like Microsoft is screwed or there's, they don't know what they're doing. Like, I, I see something here. I, I, I definitely see what they're trying to do here. But I do agree. Like, but the problem is a lot of whose expectations are if it doesn't look like God of War, if it doesn't look like Last of Us, if it doesn't look like Ghost of Tsushima, it's trash. And I'm just tired of that argument. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of people like just basing like a game being good as, oh, does it look like Last of Us? And if it doesn't, then it's not good. 
you know, I'm just tired. I would let's let's dial this conversation back. For Halo, in your opinion, do you think that someone who doesn't own a PC, a gaming PC, or an Xbox, do you uh -huh. think that they would go out and get an Xbox Series X and get the Game Pass for Halo alone? If they're not a Halo fan? Just period. No, I'm not saying like, I mean, yeah, just say, just say, say if you haven't tried Halo before um, or, or you only no, play like one I, or two, I, do you think you would no, go back no, and get I, it? I, agree. I say no, because it's a franchise, right? Like if you're not involved in a franchise, chances of you getting into it this late, it's like not going to happen. Like, like you're not going to, the only way this franchise gets things are, are dedicated fans who like are fans. Like we already know that the hardcore fans are going to buy it. That's, that's right, not right. even a question. Yeah, that's, that's all you're going to get with Halo, right? Like you're, you're not going to make, for example, um, like even on the, on the, um, uh, what is it called? Um, Sony side, right? I don't, not gonna I, don't, get, I don't know I if that's a fair argument. Lonerphobia is a real thing, Ethos. It was plenty of people in my stream that was like, do I have to play The Last of Us 1 to play the 2? Don't don't underestimate hype. People will buy something just for hype. Yeah, but no one was buying Last of Us 2 for the first time without playing the first game. Like, they're that's all not true. Game. So you're telling me you know a bunch of people that immediately bought Last of Us 2 without ever playing the first one. Or yeah, at least that, yeah the, the hype. Uh, yeah. Chaos did. Chaos played the first <laughs> one. Uh, Chaos played the first one late. Yeah, Ethos, come on. You know there's somebody. Come on. Come on. Lonerphobia no, no, is a real thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're talking about one that's one game, and you're talking about a franchise that has, like, 11 games. Like, I, I, know, I know. Okay, so there's no there's no way for me to defend it. I'll give you that. There's no way for me to definitively prove there's no way that there's a whole bunch of people. But I will say from, like, different sequels that I've streamed, Especially like I remember when I was streaming Odyssey. Oh, do I have to play this game to play this? It was a lot of people asking. Some people are just genuinely interested in gameplay mechanics. They don't give a fuck about the story ethos. I was actually one of those people. I actually say I was one of those people because I told y'all that I never played in Assassin's Creed all the way through. Like I barely mm. played the second one. And when the Odyssey came out, I was actually very interested. And I actually would have played Origins, but I wanted it on PC. And when y'all were playing it, it was not optimized. So I, I stayed back. And I watch y'all play, but when Odyssey came out, I was actually thoroughly enjoy, and I was like, "Damn!" And I was thinking to myself, "Like, do I have to go back and play all of them?" Like, of course, there were some things that I didn't understand, but due to me just wanting to finally get into it, I actually played it. Yeah, matter of fact, matter of fact, this Negro played uh, Mass Effect two before the other Mass ones. Yeah, then I played. Yeah, that's <laughs> and he was like, "Remember, we was like, Ma he didn't Mass know who Effect, the archangel was. Thing. He just yeah, played it based off hype." A lot of those games you're listing are after the fact, like after they've been out for a while, right? Like Last of Us two. I mean, not Last of Us two. Mass Effect has been out for a long time, but we're talking about like like what JJ. That further doing. proves my argument though, because that was well after the hype, but the hype was so strong, he still played it. In the thick of the hype, you don't think people will just buy a game based off that? No, I don't mm. think so. Maybe really, not. Maybe not. Maybe. I really don't. I really. I think you're really. You're. You're using personal experience to try to like. I assume that means it's for, for the general mass. I highly doubt that from a general mass of generalization of people who play games that if they have not played the previous entries, they're just gonna randomly pick one like six and say, "I'm gonna start playing the game now." Like I high. Like that's the whole purpose of people remastering like the Halo Collector's Edition, right? Or the Master Chief or whatever else it is, right? The, the reason is to get them into it so that they can catch up and that they can play the latest game that comes out. Like you're not gonna get that. Like if that if that was true, what you said, Tbh publishers and publishers would not make like remakes or port games over to new ones they do that yeah. because they know if they're pushing a new one they're going to want you to play all the older games and that incentivizes you to do it I, I i just don't i don't see an argument of like someone randomly on a wall deciding one day i'm gonna play halo infinite or halo 5 and i've never played halo 1 2 3 or 4 like it's that's like it's like someone coming to you and say hey i'm gonna play this mass effect 3 
bro, you're three, you're three games in, you're three games late, bro. Like you gotta play one and two, bro, before you play three. And they're like, oh, okay, well, I gotta go play one first. And that's what you tell them too. You say, don't play three. Like you gotta go play. A one lot of people two. played Apex. A lot of people played Titanfall two without playing that's Titanfall one. That's not a direct sequel. That's a spinoff. What about right? Titanfall like, two? Like, Titanfall two. Titanfall one didn't really have a story, so that was okay. And that except that's an exception to the rule. Like, like, like here's a good here's a good example the one i will give you credit for is witcher witcher was the only one i do give you credit i that i do i did see a lot of was a lot of people had not played witcher one and witcher two and they had just played witcher three but again a lot of it just depends on what type of game it is if you're dealing with direct sequels that deal with direct stories it's harder for i think a regular person to make a good conscious decision and say hey i'm gonna buy this game of a direct sequel game compared to like witcher where it's like no like kind of like how you were talking about the uh was it the other game like your whole argument with odyssey was well you don't really actually need to play the other ones because this is kind of like a reset point it's like saying god of war right it's like someone would say do i need to play god of war one two and three to play the brand new one i'd say to them no not really because this is kind of like a reboot it's an inadvertently but the fact they're even considering it because like a lot of times the question would always be should i get odyssey or should i get origins it's it, it's you already made up in their mind it's it's already made up in their mind that they want to play the game and both of those are well into the storyline of the game even well, though origins was about the origins of the brotherhood the whole piece of if you never played assassin's creed the whole piece of eden and all that other shit might be confusing to people and they don't give a fuck they just heard that the game's good and they want to play it i guess it's just i don't i just don't it's 50 50 it's hard I, I i understand both sides it's 50 50 is what i'm like, saying there's stats to back that up i would believe it but like that 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 mindset wouldn't follow like people wouldn't make like remakes and stuff like that if that was the case or or make like updates of like previous games if that was the case that people just jump into random game sequences without caring about the like yeah like tv said i i think it's both sides but i would i think i would tend to agree more with ethos on this one that it's not that many people i think it's a it's a small audience and i think that i was one of the small audience because like I found certain things in the latest games that that intrigued me and I was like I don't have time to go back and play the rest of them but after playing the latest series I was like I would go back and play them. Yeah, you would go back and play them. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I did that with Yakuza after playing yeah. Six for a little bit. I did that. After they brought back all the games, right? So I, I wanted to do that. Yeah, right. after yeah, after they remade them. I want to do that with Mass Effect, but like I said, it's going to be a long time because it's so many other things. But yeah, and, and, <laughs> and Assassin's Creed, exactly. I would probably do the same. I wasn't even trying to get into this whole damn debate. What, what What's your thoughts on Xbox uh, Halo Infinite? First of all, you thought you didn't even tell <laughs> oh, us. I didn't, you know, this whole pass. tangent about oh. the Game Pass. All right, that's it. That's it for the podcast. I think we got it. <laughs> um, the Halo, like, again, I've never been a huge Halo fan. I kind of sit on Twitter. So for me, anything they showed me, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. They had a grappling hook. So I'm already like, oh, okay, cool. I'm I'm, I'm pretty cool. I think that's pretty cool. Um, overall, it kind of reminds me of Doom. <laughs> I bro, don't know. How- I, was I was literally about to ask you that, Ethos. I was like, yeah, that looks like Doom Eternal, bro. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> I was like, this kind of reminds me of, like, I watched it and I was like, this looks I was, like, you, I was like, are you low-key trying to make this into a Twitch yeah, shooter? Yeah, are you trying to make it into <laughs> a Twitch shooter? Yeah, no, like, it was still floaty. It was still well, floaty. We know it was like slow. Halo. We know it was the slow. We're talking about the concept, bro. The like, look at that. Yeah, the sequence of how he went about killing them all. Like, grabbing the environment, throwing grenades, like that sort of thing at him. Using the grab. Okay, would you want that from the franchise? Yeah, yeah, it would I make it Doom. different. It would yeah, make it different. Hell yeah. I mean, like, I've always just, said that, like, Doom and Halo have been, like, almost, like, shadows of each other in like weird ways like they're both been first person shooters they both revolutionized the first person shooter market in their own ways they kind of make it like weird brothers like cousins in a weird way 
So I wouldn't mind it if like Halo took a little nudge from like Halo uh, or Doom Eternal and took a couple things from it. It was like, oh, okay, maybe we could adjust our combat for that. Yeah, like you're just surrounded yeah. by a whole bunch of enemies and you just have to yeah, make it to the next point. Yeah. yeah, that's mm. what it seems like they're going for. So it, it may be. Yeah, I would definitely get notified after looking at it. Just a grab yeah. I was like, hmm. Mm, this reminds me of Doom. I don't really like, I don't really care. The art style thing, like the whole like graphics thing, like I don't really care. I personally believe it's, a, it's an aesthetic change. It's just like they're trying to make it, it reminds like this game from like the marketing and everything. It feels like they're trying to make it like a combat evolve. Like even from like the the key art, it looks just like something taken from the original Halo game. So and like the world too, more open. It reminds me a lot of how like the level design was for the first Halo, from what I've seen. So and I feel like the graphics are kind of like this like throwback to like more of a classic Halo art style and not this like newer cutting edge sci-fi that like four and five had. So I know that was I don't know if DG cared about it, but I I know there was like some Halo fans that I followed that were like they were very like critical of 343's art style of how they handled halo after it was brought over they say it was like it was it didn't look like halo so now i guess it's now it's just too much too yeah too I, I don't know it, it's that thing like damned if you do don't damned if you don't like people are going to complain either way so i don't know what to expect to be honest with you. that's actually what i was about to say like i'm just going to keep an open mind and play it and if it's like if i like I'm it i'll support try. it yeah. if i don't i'll drop it but i'm not. Going into the next generation, I'm just. Uh, can we go back to the trilogies, like three games, and then let's move on to the next IP? Yeah, can right? we just make some new IPs, please? Yeah. Well, I mean, Halo is they're six games into it now, as far as like the, I guess a regular franchise. So they're they actually, already started over. Yeah, there's actually more when you think. I mean, about I know it. they have way more, but I'm just saying like one, two, three, four, five, infinite. Yeah. If you're just and, counting those, and reach, and reach. Listen, and reach. I said no, no, not count that one. That's a, that's a, oh, that's no, a spinoff. Reach. No, oh, no reach, 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 and ODST or spinoff. Is it reach or prequel? I mean, it's supposed. Yeah, it's supposed to be technically. Yeah, it's like the second one in the franchise. Like so that's first like what, eight games. Eight. And then Halo. What was it? Halo um, Tactics. So that's nine. Halo Wars, Halo Wars. Halo Wars, yeah, that's Halo nine. Wars. Well, there was two of them. That's ten. Yeah, There's and ten. I'd argue that Halo Wars are important because apparently Jesus, that, uh, yeah, that that apparently <laughs> gave it five too. Yeah, it's a lot. Well, that, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let it go, bro. <laughs> but I think, um, I think you're right, bro. They need to just rebrand and just call it Halo, and that's it. Just stop with the numbers. Stop with everything else. Just keep it in one. Yeah, hey, I think point. actually they were. Yeah, well, yeah, Halo and Gears have not stopped. Like they just keep going. I don't, was, I don't think they get it. It was a point where I was ready to drop Assassin's Creed after Unity and then Syndicate and like yeah. they like, when the Origins just all. rebooted the whole series. I was like, okay, they're trying again. That's the only reason I could stick with that one. But like these other games, like Halo, really hasn't evolved them that much. Mm. Um. Well, well, whatever. We'll see. All right. Well, what were there any other games that you all saw and was like, oh, that might be interesting? But so I know Ethos, you and Senua, um, because I enjoyed that as well. Um, Loki Stalker too. I don't know if Stalker? you all played the first yeah. Stalker. So was, I saw people hyped no, about yeah, that. What was great about that series? For, explain that. It's to like me. Metro. It was the predecessor to Pre Metro. So if you like the Metro games, you'll love. Stalker. Is it? It's just a single player shooter survival horror yeah single player okay. shooter a lot of like rpg elements very like it was a very finicky but it was it was a cult classic mm, state of decay <laughs> three did nothing for me i yeah. never played them so i'm not a fan but forza motorsport why why are they calling it forza motorsport like 
just call it what it is forza 12 or whatever one we're on yeah whatever look i can't even keep up with that <laughs> honestly phil needs to listen to me forza br do it you're welcome <laughs> yeah like jack x give him like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just have the cars crash into each other yeah, yeah, shit. Cool. Oh, BR. let's go that shit would be fucking funny um everwild Ever internals that one was that the new game from rare i like the art style it looked interesting but they didn't show any gameplay yeah so so, but, but artistically i'm like okay this is different looking i, I think i'll i'll try it out and, yeah but see if these kind of was like see if these was artistically yeah. different looking too hey see if these is successful now that's that's actually one of microsoft might be one of their new gems bro that shit has been like doing really good lately like really good i'm not gonna sit here and allow you to waste my unlimited bandwidth with these lies oh, uh, <laughs> saying the, it's been the tbh speed, uh did you enjoy the outer worlds uh, oh yeah, that shit was fire. Hell yeah, brother. Are you are you interested in Arrow then? Uh, the DLC or whatever. Um, it, I got no see. the new RPG, the new the one. New RPG oh, that they're oh, making, oh, that Obsidian um, making. Yeah, I, I I don't know. Like I'm not hyped for it. I got to see more like gameplay. That was my problem with this whole thing. Like it was mostly just, just CG trailers. trailers it's hard yeah. to gauge anything. So it was oh, like the medium looked cool. Um, I, I didn't know what the fuck was going on, but it, it looked like a unique concept. It was so. a lot of games that I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> That's yeah, all. Like, the the gunk game with the black girl looked interesting. Yeah, that game looked cool. Uh, Psychonauts two. I mean, I know you're a fan of TVH. I, you know, I, I like Psychonauts. I, yeah, but I mean, we good. knew that was coming. There's um, a new uh, Don't Nod game, uh, JG. So you know, we yeah, got Life yeah, as a Teenager. I, I saw you that. Lied. I was yeah. like, oh, I was like, I knew that they were making it. As soon as I saw Don't Nod, I was like, yeah, it's yeah. What's their obsession with teenage drama? over there I, well, I i can't tell you <laughs> I, yeah, I can't tell you the 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 theory that all the fans have right now is that like they're building a like a cinematic universe because like like mm. strange one two it's always like kids who have like a superpower so it could be that this one too this person might be related somehow into that world so who knows i'm going to give it a shot. i usually like that nods game yeah so. I, i'll mess with, i'll mess with it but i was like like hmm this is, I was like, this is different yeah this is different than what i was expecting i'm ready to die on that hill i could not um, play life is strange that balan wonder world looked dope it looked like a mario game that for xbox so that or he's running at 120 frames okay yeah, or running. Uh, they got a new exo like a mecha game um wait uh, mech game where'd you see that at it's called exo mecha it's a it's a apparently it's a free-to-play competitive first-person shooter what yeah it's called exo mecha i did not see that exo mecha yeah, look, you get you get you get mechs, helicopters, and robo dragons. Yeah, I missed that. See, one. This about. No one even paid attention to this. This looks actually. I don't even see it on his list. Yeah, here. it's not even on the list. I definitely did not. S was that like a quick trailer? Just Google it. Google it. I just googled I the did. trailer. I don't see anything. Did here. they show this during the show? showcase? I swear it, to God, I did not see here. this trailer. Here, it's in their showcase. They literally had it in their <laughs> Xbox showcase. It must have been really brief. I did not see this trailer. It's, look at the title of the video. It's literally in their showcase. This looks interesting. This looks like uh, Transformers. Pacific yeah, this Rim. doesn't look bad. This doesn't look this bad. This is kind of cool. This looks yeah, like, like there's a lot of more games like this. This looks very masculine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this looks interesting. Like this, I would play the this. The graphics cool. look good. Yeah, that looks pretty cool. What part of the the the, the show? I, I told you people was hating, bro. They didn't. They didn't like. I feel like they just saw Halo. Nigga, I was watching it. I, I swear <laughs> to God, I did not see this in the I showcase. I saw this, and I was like, I was like, yo, this looks kind of cool. What is this? 
can't what part of what, what part of the show? What did the, when did this show? It was when they were showing like all the different games. They were like, we're gonna show you thirty something games that are all coming exclusively. Was it like a quick Xbox hits game? moment that I wasn't paying this attention? This had to have been a quick hit. It was like you I, know when they showed like the don't nod game and stuff. It was like they were like we're gonna just show you nonstop game after game after game after game like trailer trailer trailer. And this yeah, was, so like, it was like a montage. Okay, like I missed the clips. Okay, yeah, that's why. Well, yeah, like, okay, this looks cool. All right, I'll give them I'll this give, one. Yeah, I'll I'll give them that. And then, uh, well, I mean, it's the Bandai game, but you got Scarlet Nexus. That's the Bandai game, so that's probably gonna be trash. Yeah, we we saw that one. <laughs> yeah, we, we we saw that one already. I was like, rounded. You guys want to uh, squash ants? I don't know if the Yakuza game is exclusive, but like it's on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what the fuck was avowed? No. It was just some arrows and then a sword. That was the I, uh, that was the crim. I mean, the uh, oh, that's the uh, Obsidian. Game, yeah, right? that's like, yeah, Ooh. they said it's gonna be like Elder Scrolls. I don't yeah, know, like like Elder Scrolls. I don't like Elder Scrolls. Um, I, I like it, so I like Skyrim, so I'll give it a shot. I don't know if any of you all played Ori. Ori's oh, yeah. fire, it's Ori's great. fire, yeah, Ori's great. Yeah, I was just it, mad they wasted sh- like stage time on that. Like, they, they well, wasted time to remake, like, yeah. And it was like, it's gonna run at 120 frames, like, it's a 2D game. I hope so. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? Like, that's not impressing me for that. <laughs> I was like, it looks good, but 120 frames. Tetris, okay. uh, Tetris Connect. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm good. Uh, I mean, yeah, they had a couple the of things. Star is uh, they're remaking that. that Bro, that's all, yeah. That's all. No, 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 no. I uninstalled that game. That shit is that, uh, buggy garbage. That Warhammer game looked kind of cool. Like for a new, for a uh, brand new co-op game, four-player co-op. That, cool. that was hard to gauge because it was just CG. That was a CG. Yeah, it was. Well. I have to see more, but like another co-op game since last. I mean, we. You know what? Honestly, if they had dropped a Left 4 Dead, oh my god, that would have been fire. That would have been great. That's what they. If they had like, hey, we're working on another Left 4 Dead. Yeah, Crossfire. Any of you play Crossfire? That's nah, the Chinese knockoff of Call of Duty. That shit is trash. Yeah, I haven't had time to play. It, so. I don't think I'm good. And then I, I never got into Fable. I don't know if any of y'all play Fable, yes. but I know everybody's excited about that. So. Hell yeah! I've never played Fable, but I still gave him a W for that because I know people love it. So I was like, I'm gonna give y'all the benefit of the doubt. And I'm gonna assume it's fire because most people say it is. Do you hear the rumor about it that it might be an MMO? Hmm. How is it gonna play though? Like, is it gonna be live know, action or like, is it gonna be like War of Warcraft? Like MMO, it could be like a. If it's an MMO, you could run with your friends and like yeah. you actually control of it. Like that's that pretty fire. Yeah, yeah, it could be dope. Because think about it, like they don't have. I don't think even PlayStation. PlayStation has like what, like Warframe. Like they had like an MMO that was like Xbox. PlayStation has Warframe. Okay. Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm talking to Oh, they have Final <laughs> Fantasy 14. You can play Final Fantasy 14 on the PS4. I don't know why you would, but. But I mean, that would be pretty cool to bring like an MMO to the next generation. Be like, hey, brand new one, Fable, like labeled in the fa- in Albion. I think that'd be pretty fucking cool. So. Hmm. I, I I would say after this, they don't they don't get a, a bad grade. I, yeah, I don't think I they're do horrible. Like, I do like that they did show again. Yeah, I, I and we've been talking about it for a while. Like the Halos and the Forzas and the Gears aren't going to do it. Like if that's all you have to show, then right. you can just you can just take that back and 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 you Go know on. shove it. But but for them showing like a couple of you know sequels that you know i actually wanted and then a couple of new ips that caught my eye like i i think that they're going they're going into the next generation on a better note than they did with the xbox one yeah of course uh, I'll, I'll give them that i'll give them that at least yeah. if they, they come out crash of course you know we'll be like oh yeah they're screwed but I initially gave him a D plus, but after this conversation, because that mech game, I missed it. I'll bump it up to like a C minus, but it still wasn't that great to me. And mainly because not necessarily the games they showed, but like I'm just tired of CG trailers. Like I'm tired of trying to gauge what exactly I'm looking at. Um, and then like some of these trailers, like the medium, like it's mad mysterious and shit. Like 
I don't know. Like, I, I don't like if you're trying to sell me a game, show me some game. Like the gunk. The reason I said I was like, that looks interesting because they showed a little bit of gameplay. I was like, OK, that looks interesting. Just show I mean, me something. They a lot of CGI, though, right? Like all they, yes, they was, did. Like, what was what was CGI? Fable? Uh, hold up. Uh, let, 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 let me scroll up. Yeah, like what, what was the State of Decay. State of Decay was Everwild. Everwild. Like, was that four or five of them were like uh, grounded? No, grounded. Uh, was avowed. No, no, no. Grounded was actual gameplay. All right, that shit just like trash. My bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> avowed. I, I like, a, 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 you can't argue avowed with game. They showed a sword, uh, nigga. Get the say, fuck out of here. I gotta, I gotta as as dusk falls, uh, that was CG. Uh, Stalker yeah, was just CG. It, it, it was mostly CG, dog. Warhammer was CG. Who gives was, a fuck about Tetris? It was like a good 70% CG. I'd say, uh, okay, I don't know the number, but there's more than I expected, but I don't think it was all CG, though. I, I'm just tired of that shit. Like, it's, it's, come really on, bro. Show us some gameplay. Game. Every time I look at this shit, I'm like, yo, this shit looks crazy. You don't have to give us a whole 10-minute walkthrough when you're announcing the game and shit, but it's like, just give me something to bite on. Like, how can I get excited looking at the Everworld? Like, oh, the art looks nice, but like, what is yeah, this? I, I think at this point, like, we're, we've been through so many E3s and, and yeah, packs. And all, you know, like, yeah, we're just, we're just yeah. tired of it. Like, when we were kids, of course, all of this looked cool. And then we were met with disappointment when the CG trailer looks nothing like the gameplay. And like we're just we just know now that like you're not gonna reel us in with your CG trailer. So we're looking for some gameplay. It also makes it hard to create content because if there were more if there were more trailers with actual gameplay in it, like you see how you linked us that mech trailer and I was able to look at the gameplay and actually break down some of the mechanics and the visuals and stuff like that. It makes it hard to create content when I just look at a fucking CG trailer. Like I unless it's an established franchise, it should not be a CG trailer. Hmm. Well, I don't think we're ever going to change that anytime soon, but we can at least hope for it. Great. <laughs> never happened. Yeah. It is what it is. Let's, yeah, yeah, let's, 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 move, let's move on. <laughs> uh, Ubisoft decided they're not charging $70 for their game, so last podcast, people were crying because... Oh, shit, this damn trailer, this audio. Ignore that audio. That's going to end up in the footage. Uh, <laughs> so last podcast, uh, 2K revealed that their base copy of the game was going to cost $70, and people were upset, and they were afraid that the next gen might be $70, and we were making this whole argument about why you shouldn't be surprised. But it looks like that might not be the standard because Ubisoft revealed that their games will not get a price hike. They will, in fact, be $60. They said, for Christmas games, we plan to come with the same price as the previous generation of consoles, Ubisoft said. That's what we're focused on at the moment. So that doesn't mean it's permanent but for, is, for now. Yeah, this is very interesting because Ubisoft is showing that, uh, that you know, they don't have to follow what the new quote-unquote standard is going to be. So maybe other companies will follow suit if they have, you know, their own their own option to decide, you know, how much their games are going to be. Well, and 2K is probably going to look, look like the loser in this next generation, to be honest. This is why I would say don't get too excited, though, because at least with 2K, the reason they're probably trying to justify the $70 is because that 2K21 is going to run a new engine on the PS5 and the new Xbox. So in their brain, they probably thought, oh, we're putting more effort towards and like these games are becoming more pricey. So we're going to hike it up $10. These new Ubisoft games that are coming out in Christmas, they're not running on new engines. Watch Dogs 3 looks exactly like... No, actually, I think Watch Dogs 2 looks a little bit better. It was a little... I enjoyed the gameplay, but it was a little ashy. You could tell it's it's a current gen game. <laughs> it was a little ashy. Um, and then uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Vikings 
that shit is definitely running on the same engine as odyssey and um origins like their games are definitely running on the same engine and i think that's why the games are 60 dollars because because if you read if you if you read the article it says like that's the focus for the moment but they neglected to talk about future releases so as i was like don't get too excited that's just for this year they're still they're still open to the 70 dollars wait did they say that just for the games coming out yeah they said just for this christmas like i said assassin's creed valhalla is running on the same i was like this looks like odyssey just ashier because that specifically did that include the next gen consoles or did they just say you know what's generic? funny me playing me playing valhalla it got me thinking because they said that uh assassin's creed valhalla will not be running at 4k 60 fps on the new consoles um it'll uh, be 4k 30 and i'm like is that because i'm like i'm like this is definitely running on odyssey's and origins engine i'm like so is that because the hardware can't handle it or because ubisoft is too lazy to optimize the game because that's not a new engine I would have gave him a pass if it was a new engine that was just pushing the hardware to the to the fucking limit, but no. Like I could I could easily tell that's the I mean if you go look at the gameplay on YouTube, it's the same fucking engine. It's just ashier looking because now we're in fucking northern Europe or whatever. Were those games able to play 4K 30 on the current ones? Uh I believe Odyssey did run 4K on the Xbox One X 30. One X. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm confused. I I'm gonna say maybe Ubisoft is being lazy. Wait, wait, wait like like was it was it running like I'm assuming it's running like checkerboard, right? Like like upscale rendering, like was probably probably. Okay. It must this one must be like native 4K. Yeah, like it's gonna be super crystal clear. So uh, yeah, don't expect a, a crazy jump in visuals at least for Ubisoft games. That's what I would say because them games are definitely they're they're reusing assets. Um, oh, I mean, man, Ubisoft, where we're praising you for Origins. And I mean, look at Hyperscape. Come on, that's that's Assassin's They're those. They admitted that's Assassin's Creed Unity assets. I'm like, damn, we digging in the bottom of the barrel. He could even use the Odyssey assets. Interesting. Uh, but anyways, that's all I got. Just wanted to put that out there. That you know, it's still up in the air what the gaming prices are going to be. Um, an interesting story. Um, on the gender wars, blue hair Twitter news um news came out that uh <laughs> assassin's creed odyssey the developers wanted cassandra to be the playable lead but ubisoft's marketing team and creative lead uh wouldn't allow it said that women wouldn't sell how do we feel about this oof uh go ahead, go ahead. nah bread <laughs> <laughs> that i i think that they were wrong with that one that's uh that's definitely a topic that i don't think anybody wants to touch like you can't just say that you, you can't just assume that that you know because it, it will be a mainly girl protagonist that it that it wouldn't tell like nah that's that's not the it's not the wave especially right now i think that i think that girls can indeed tell and, and they've shown that they had like been it, it's, it's been like this for decades like yeah like what the hell where did this argument come from like for years there's been like women who've been like the front the tomb front, raider like, bro like come tomb on raider, now. mirror's <laughs> edge like like what are you talking about i don't understand this. you know the funny thing is i was when i was reading this article i was literally looking at my poster of cassandra on the wall i was like yeah. i don't know man like in terms of assassin's creed my favorite three assassins would be Ezio. By uh Bayek and and Cassandra, like I actually really liked her character. Like I felt like she was a really flushed out character. Cassandra um, was dope. I I liked her. When I played, so. dope too. I found that really interesting. He's like, no, they won't buy because women. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, that's probably that's problematic, bro. I ain't even. <laughs> like, you can't be say, you can't be saying it because uh, statistics show that that's not that's not true. That's uh, it's very very chauvinistic there. Very sexist. And and Odyssey is one of their best selling games. Which is the funny part. 
right um, it was a good game like so although like the yeah your own stats from your own game showing you otherwise and it's interesting because this is actually a good leeway into the next conversation um since we all agree that girls can sell games how are we feeling about this new game announced called gamer girl man so for those of you who, are, who have not seen this trailer i swear to god if you're listening to this podcast go on youtube and search gamer girl official teaser trailer this shit is funny um it is a live action video game where you get to play a moderator of a gamer girl on twitch or like a pseudo fake twitch or whatever and you have to do your job to uh white knight and protector uh, let me read a little bit what it says in the um in the, in, the, in the description it says gamer girl is a chilling fnb thriller game set in the world of online streaming adopt the role of the moderator for up and coming abby cake 99 who's back <laughs> online after the mysterious disappearance of her friend becky featuring multi-branch narrative and real-time chat simulation your role as a moderator to control the stream level up mod powers guide abby's choices and uncover the threat she faces by an anonymous stalker who hides in the streams chat it's coming, to, it's coming to it's coming to pc ps4 xbox one and switch september 2020 what's that doing for you jeff man i i don't even think it would be so hard to like see if this game came out like 10 years ago if it would have gotten the same response that it did now but you cannot be putting out games like this in 2020 bro like this is this is crazy like i i don't even i tried to like understand like what their idea was coming into this like but i'm sorry i don't i don't even have any like possible defenses of like why you would make a game like this i really don't like all right it it ends up turning into a horror game but let's let's just say if this is true because i don't know how much power that mods have in in chat but would you listen to your mod if you were doing in real life streaming to y'all my mods i don't listen to y'all but is that for choices <laughs> like oh my gosh should i answer like they had something in the uh in the trailer like sh- should i answer this like why would you ask your mod that like like some of this stuff just makes no sense and i just don't understand the concept like you would not let your mods unless unless you were really really naive and stupid like I, it, it just seemed this like shit is especially funny because it's not even accurate because i know multiple female streamers like at events like i like we know somebody where like the first time i met her she was i was like what are you doing over here she was like oh she's like don't tell them but she's like i'm trying to get away from my mods they keep following me right right so a game where you're a mod who's controlling the stream and like your best friends and shit that's not even accurate yeah there are mods that are weird there are plenty of people in all of these chats that are weird especially the women so like nah i i just i can't see a mod affecting your choices i understand it's a video game but this is more like a simulator at that point and if that's what you really think that mods do then then you're sadly mistaken i would love to know then uh again on the flip side like if if this was a guy who was the main character and your and your mods did the same thing where people had the same reaction but i just knew like anytime you put a girl in there like she's gonna be the quintessential e-girl in this situation like nah they weren't gonna be feeling that nobody's gonna be feeling that are you predicting a sequel called gamer guy I, hey, I mean, if they if the people end up playing this game and see how it is, maybe, maybe um, I would love to. I would love to see, um, you know, how the reactions were if people still thought that it was a terrible idea. But again, just just having the girls the main character for this, nah, it, it wasn't going to fly. No matter, you know, how you tried to spin it. You know, this this reminds me of those old Sega games. I think it was Sega. Like, was it Night Trap? You remember that mm-hmm. shit? 
Yeah, it was like it has like an actual video in there and you have to control the video. What's this doing for you, Ethos? You gonna play this on stream? <laughs> I know you're a no. proud game developer. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> this guy loves gamer girls so much. He's just at a loss for words. He just couldn't believe what he saw. I, I respect that. I respect that. I think, I think I watched the trailer for this like three times trying to understand what I was watching. That I couldn't <laughs> This is a bad idea. This has bad idea written all over it. I don't know. This is one of those things where, you know, like when your friend says he wants to be a rapper and he you, uh, lets you listen to some of his music and it's like, you know, you have a responsibility to tell them like, this ain't it. Like, this isn't what you're supposed to be. Somebody had a responsibility to tell these developers they shouldn't do this. And they bailed at that responsibility. This was a very bad idea, especially it's in this like, it's like a rapper in the studio. Like, who? who Y'all yeah, let him like, leave this? Let this leave the studio? Oh, really? Let him go all the way to the studio with this? Like, this was this was a horrible idea. I can't believe they even let them get this far. Uh, it, it's very like uh, insensitive to the current climate of stuff that's currently going on, and on top of that, it's pushing like you know stalking on like, online, and uh, it's just there's a lot of bad in this. I, I don't see any positive in this. So I, I, I just. I mean, you can go ahead and release it. I'm, I'm all for like freedom of speech, and and you are more than in your right to release a game like this. Just, I don't think this is just like a blue hair Twitter thing. I just think this is just straight up just not a good idea. So man. <laughs> they even idea. they even tackled the uh the idea of you know her having the boyfriend and the boyfriend yeah. getting mad because she kept yeah. screaming. Yeah, but it's <laughs> not a good idea, man. Well, 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 the thing about blue hair Twitter is you know a broken clock is right every twice a day. So like this is like you said, it's yeah. not even a blue hair Twitter right, thing. Yeah. Like we kind of agree here. We all agree this is is just stupid. Not good. This is really stupid. Yeah, like the aesthetics of it, like it really looks like a Twitch stream. Like they really studied this stuff. It's funny, but it, it's it's a Bro. terrible narrative to push because it's like it's making them look like e girls and stuff. And it's like you know, I mean, they literally titled the game "Gamer Girl." <laughs> like you, they already know what the what the climate is like. People gonna play it though. People, they're gonna be people streaming it. We gonna see. Oh, they definitely oh, gonna know. play it. Absolutely, you know they. Yeah, they're absolutely gonna play, play it. Mm mm mm. Uh, so we shall see when it comes out in September who will be picking up Gamer Girl. Pre-orders out now. Um, another thing we got on the show notes. Um, a tweet came out the other day from a G4 account. G4 was an old TV network uh, back when I was a kid. We were all kids. Originally, it was called Tech TV, and then it was transformed into G4 TV. It was basically gaming, YouTube, and Twitch before that, but it was on television. Uh, it was like a special channel. You had to have Comcast, at least in my region. Um, and then you had to pay for the package and it came with great TV shows like Arena, X-Play, Electric Playground. They had one TV show where they just showed straight gameplay for like hours at a time. I used to love that shit. Um, this is this was basically my childhood. It was like it was like my dream to like work for G4. I thought I was going to be here forever. And that shit collapsed because, you know, all they started showing was Cops and Ninja Warrior. Um, but they put out a tweet uh, and it said, we never stopped playing. And it was a one minute and five second trailer. It's just some music and some studios being shown, basically hinting at they are coming back. Um, and at the end of the trailer, it said 2021. Uh, rumor has it this will not be coming to television. This will be either like a Twitch or a YouTube thing, which I think is smart because gamers live online. Um, just how will they format it? Will it be like a 24 hour channel? Like what, what are they doing with it? Um, how, how are we feeling about this, Jay? 
I mean, I'm excited. As long as they keep cheaters and cops away, like, don't feed into the reality shows being on there because you're trying to just, you know, pad the the uh, the shows every day for 24-hour network. I think they'll be fine. Um, obviously, like, you would want some of the original shows to come back. Um, if they can get involved and bring the original shows back, I, I think that that would be dope. Um, but I'm hoping it's not just nostalgia because this was literally the reason why you know they ended up going under because they said that they weren't getting any ratings so i mean if people start watching tv again and supporting it, it'd be cool but i don't want them to try to come back and then it just ends up going back downhill i would like to say though and again i think that this is a theory because we got to see what uh what this new network called vin tv is going to do yeah, because that, that's really what the Vin that's TV. really what the concept. I'm mean, yeah, Vin. Oh, that's yeah, the shit you put in the great. DMs. Oh yeah, watch, yeah, watch yeah, yeah. Vin. Sorry, not Vin TV, but watch Vin. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's kind of like the same concept. But those the vibes that I'm getting. Um, I, I don't know if they decide to you know try it again to see like you know what they do, and then you know the next year they're like, oh, okay, well we're ready because we already have the people behind it. We already had the original shows. I don't know if they were playing it before or after, but they may be feeling some type of competition just because Watch Vin is here. Uh, we got to see how obviously that does because I think they're starting next week, if I'm not mistaken. It's, it's the first week of August that uh, that Vin starts. But the main thing is Vin is going to be not on TV, but they're going to be on Twitch and YouTube. So so pretty much all the, all the streaming services, they're not going to be on TV or at least not starting off. But they uh, they do plan on being a twenty four seven network, so we're going to see because they do have some heavy hitters on that um, for for those original shows. So we'll see how that is. If they can do good, then I think that G four will also do good if they if they do decide to go back to TV. Um, but again, I just don't want it to fail the same way that it failed the first time because again, they just said people weren't watching it, they weren't getting any retention. And that's when they put cops and cheaters on there. They're like, oh, well, more people are watching this, and then they just stay with it and then all those shows died out and then we got freaking paramount network whatever the fuck that is i remember all that i'll yeah. say this much if it's coming back i agree with jay there needs to be a little bit of old for nostalgia but there also needs to be new we need to look to the future but since you know if we're talking about the old before listen <laughs> if you it. ain't bringing if you're not bringing back olivia munn it ain't no fun yes, say it with sir. me no munn no fun no <laughs> munn no fun yo we miss olivia munn you need to bring her back uh you guys can what, what was the other chick's name what was her name uh, uh morgan webb morgan webb you can bring her back too I, um, morgan webb actually but only bring her back only bring her only bring her back if it's if, if, if what's the name comes what's, what's the smoker's name what's his name uh adam sessler as adam uh, sessler if he comes back that duo's got to come back too but i don't know if he'll come back because they ran his ass off the internet when i remember when g4 <laughs> collapsed he was on some youtube channel with um what is his name max three, scoville yeah. he's with ign now yeah. you said it was rev, what three? Oh, rev three i remember yeah rev, rev three he yeah, dropped he that did, god yeah. of war review and he said the game was like too sexist yeah. or something like that and they ran his ass up off the internet so i'll say this if they really bring him back g4 you know they're only going to probably bring back the top dogs in terms of nostalgia like those people you guys got to be aware that the internet talks back it is not cable television and if you still doing dumb shit on the internet you got to be ready for the repercussions yeah. uh, and that's how jeff keighley got his start too uh, oh, one, yeah, he yeah, was, yeah he was no he was heavy on g4 that's how i first found out about him so he was on there too and i i, I think he's at a point he has absolutely no plans of going back to g4 unless he can possibly he could deal to like 
um to uh not just work for them but do like some sort of partnership or he doesn't something. need them he's he got, a brand in himself yeah exactly brand. he got his own stuff now so i don't think that he will come back but some of the other people they're probably not doing anything you know some people are playboy and only fans stuff but you know that's i've a, only seen i haven't seen months since the x-men movie unless i'm bugging i haven't seen her or anything yeah then she broke up with uh with aaron Rodgers. so i didn't know she was dating him yeah. Look at you, Look at you. Yeah. doing research. Okay. <laughs> I got to do me. research. I watch football. <laughs> I'm on IG right now. <laughs> What's the name? Uh, how you feeling about this ethos? Cool. I mean, that, that's like childhood right there. I'm trying to remember what how old I was when G4 was relevant. Um, man, I think it was like middle school, a little bit of high school too. First episode, they got to get somebody to lick a PSP. Yeah, it's gotta happen. Gotta happen. Oh, Welcome man, back to G four. Such a viral moment. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, like, I I really loved it. I remember um, I watched a lot of that when I was a kid. It was all X Play. It was a lot of my you know little gaming part when I was a little kid. Um, man, it's just I just don't remember a, like a lot of it, but I just remember just overall. I had good vibes when I watched it as a kid. But I'd be curious to see you know what they do with it, how they like over it uh you know overhaul it but i'm very curious how like this gets announced and it's playing in with like kind of what jg said like a lot of these other streaming networks that try to like replace g4 after g4 left but none of them professional programming is a thing now like they're trying to do with gaming yeah so i think it's gonna be very interesting to see if like something g4 gi show let's go cut the check yeah honestly g4 if you want a chance of succeeding you gotta hire some black people i'm gonna be honest you need some sauce diversity and everything that's what you need you get some drip in there y'all y'all be able to kill all these other networks yeah that's it but at bare minimum understand if there's no mun it's not gonna be fun yeah it's not gonna be fun nope. um gotta lick a PSP. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta <laughs> lick the psp it's required i actually think i remember arena was one of their earliest shows on g4 and arena, like what's so dope it, it was dope but it didn't succeed they ended up cutting it pretty early on i remember i feel like arena would succeed this day and age because esports is so big they could host little mini tournaments and shit um yeah. and, and throw some money in there i think people would show up and that would boost views because esports is always big when there's competition so i think yeah arena they would, would love thrive. to see yeah some of their favorite you know content creators or, or professional gamers on there battling each other and like just playing random things not even the games that they're good at because they had mm-hmm. them go through a gauntlet in the arena like they end up playing everything mario Kart, smash brothers they end up playing everything mm-hmm. so that'd be cool just watching them just play like a whole bunch of random things that's out of their element and see who would win i think this is the time for it to come back and also what you say what was it vin tv or watch vin watch vin yeah yeah, yeah. Shout out to Aaron. We see you out there doing things. Um, so I'm excited to see what this programming does because I'm also excited because I want a job. Anyways, um, last but not least, I got on the show notes. Joe Rogan says gaming is a problem. Go ahead and break it down for us, uh, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Rogan, man. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I think that you should uh, probably not talk about things that you do not know. This man said, and I quote, he said, he said, grinding games is a waste of time for most people. He said, video games were a real problem. They're a real problem. You know why? Because they're fucking fun. You do them and they're real exciting, but you don't get anywhere. What is that doing for any of you all? It's a lot. We know know games are fun. That's why we play them, Joe. It's a hot it's a hobby bro like what are you what are you talking about that, that you don't get anywhere i think I you're talking you about 
you're thinking about immediate like gratification when it comes to finances with money and again you're wrong yes there is a small amount of people that can become millionaires yes you have your ninjas that you know ended up blowing up beyond compare ended up you know that's but that's a different bracket there are still people a lot of people i would say that are making significant money either by content creation or by being a pro gamer yes you can be good at the game you could spend a lot of time playing one or two games and you can end up making a lucrative business out of that yes you're trying to compare it to jujitsu bro like what that doesn't but, but, even make any sense but but fuck that like this is something i'm realizing as i get older a lot of people aren't and this applies to him a lot of people aren't capable of viewing the world outside of their own lens the problem with that take is he's viewing the world through his lens he assumes everybody wants to be as successful as him everybody has a different idea of what success is there are people that are okay with being average there are people out there that are okay with being a janitor and it's not your place to judge them if they just want to go to their regular nine to five job and then clock out and play madden play call of duty go to shishima whatever that's their fucking business why do you care imagine being like a millionaire or whatever and caring that motherfuckers is playing video games shut up this shit's weird i don't get it it kind of kills me that we live in such a society with such like hyper capitalism to the point now that like you can't hyper capitalism hyper capitalism to the point you can't have fun playing a video game without somehow it not benefiting you financially like you can't do anything now apparently like people believe if you're not making money off of it you shouldn't be doing it at all like you can't it's even it's have such money. a shame to see because a person like him has a lot of money, which I would assume because he has money, he's well traveled. And a lot of influence. Yeah, and he's well traveled. And you would see that, like, that's a very American thing. Not everybody cares about being a fucking million and billionaire. Fucking in Spain, I don't know if y'all know this, but in Spain, like, in the afternoon or the evening, every day there's like a dedicated, like, two hours for like people to like relax. Like, some people just want to work, relax, live, like, not everybody is into this whole grind culture like Gary V and you just gotta fucking yeah. grind, you gotta bro. It, bro. <laughs> like Freaking there has CEO to be Twitter, bro. There has yeah, to be CEO average Twitter. people out here, and that's okay. That is okay. Yeah, like what yeah, how do you expect someone to to run a Fortune 500 company if they don't have people working for them? Like, mm -hmm. shut up, bro. Like, yeah, there are some people that may have miserable lives, you know, there could be something going on in their life somebody died like the, you know somebody broke up with you whatever like there are a lot of things that people do to you know quote unquote escape reality get entertainment and video games are one of them yes not everybody wants to make freaking money from playing video games yes it would be nice of course if you're just playing whatever the hell you want and you're somewhat good at it or average at it and people want to watch you play it because that's the environment that we're in now and that's what we all do on this podcast but there are some people that just want to, like TBA said, just play Madden, play 2K, play Call of Duty, just play with their friends or play alone and just escape reality, just get entertainment. Okay, I've been watching a whole bunch of Netflix shows. I never thought once, hey, I'm going to make money from watching this. It's entertainment. I go to the movies. It's entertainment. I listen to music. It's entertainment. I never thought, oh, man, I'm going to I'm gonna make some music of my own. Yeah, some people think that. But, like, <laughs> it's entertainment. Like, video games is another is another part of entertainment and people get to escape reality because they're controlling what's going on in the game what are you, what the fuck are you talking about that it's fun and it's a waste of time you would think he'd understand that because he he has a podcast 
And it's like, in order for me to listen to my pot, your podcast, I have to exchange my time for it. I'm not doing anything most of the time. Maybe I'm going for a walk or something, or I could be playing video games and listening to your podcast. Like, like I don't, I don't understand. Like, you have to always trade something off, and like, not everybody wants to be a millionaire. So I don't know. Yeah, um, like you're trying to like your podcast is supposed to be for you know gathering information for the most part because you have a lot of people you talk to and you get different perspectives from them. But for you to just come and get in this conversation with the uh, with the freaking fitness guru and businessman, and y'all talking about video games, and you're saying that it's a waste of time, like that's the type of stuff that I get from your podcast. All right, it's probably uh, it's because he got that hundred million dollar deal with Spotify. He doesn't care. He just talking. Yeah, he, bro, he gives <laughs> no fun, bro. It's, it's September. In September, all this shit's finna change, bro. <laughs> he said, "I got my bag. I'm finna do whatever the fuck I want." <laughs> like Joe Budden, Joe Budden, right now trying to renegotiate. They just gave it back to Joe Rogan and Michelle Obama. Uh, uh, uh. Have any of y'all listened to that podcast? I have not yet. So I'm gonna take a listen when I can. Again, when I find time, not playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> maybe i'll listen to it and get you some money for my listen oh Oh my god that's gonna be the title of the episode gaming's the problem (laughs) (laughs) anyways y'all got anything else y'all want to add to the conversation before we wrap this up that's all i got on my show notes i think that's it joe rogan's an idiot for that one boy (laughs) it is what it is all right well jay you got the floor what's your closing statement for episode 101 go Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm glad that I was able to make it for this podcast. We had a lot to say. It always ends up like this. We say, oh, it's not going to last that long. Then we end up rambling on for two hours. It happens every single time, like I said. Mm. <laughs> uh, but sorry that this ended up being no short notice because, you know, we always try to get the guests. But for the next one, which is coming up very, very soon, we're going back to back. We will get another guest. So please stay tuned uh, to the Patreon. I will put a post and we will be looking for another guest for the next one. All right. Yes, sir. Ethos, you got the show floor. What's your closing statement? Episode 101, go. Yo, it's your boy. Check out Ghost of Tsushima. And if you like Ghost of Tsushima, check out Samurai Zero. It'll be out whenever it's done. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there might guy. be a build or something coming out really soon. You know, check it out. But, you know, go for This guy. Um, I don't got nothing to say for my closing statement of episode 101 other than um, I appreciate you guys listening. Make sure to hit the like button when the video version comes out and make sure to support our sponsors. Use our codes because that helps us get more. Wait, 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 wait. You have nothing to say? Nothing witty? You? No. I don't really. I'm tired. I'm tired. I've been working, stressing out. I've been working overtime and shit. Everybody everybody who's listening to this, hey, I just want to let you guys know another reminder. SOCOM's never coming back. Let it Oh my God. (laughs) Wow. All right. That'd be funny, like, if they just announced, Sony just announced a state yeah, of the plan for August. Yeah, That'd be I funny know. if they announced one. It's not going to be show, so calm. It's not going to be so calm. So just low, just don't even have that expectation. Oh, my God. Mm. If it's so calm, I'll do something, but I don't know what it'll be. <laughs> I guess. Okay. <laughs> well, Whatever. But this has been Game Illuminati episode 101. Hopefully you had fun. If you did, hit the like button. Also, share the podcast and rate it five stars on Apple, because that's how we move up the algorithm. Um, And we will see you guys on the next episode of the Game and Illuminati podcast. Peace.